In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. I would just say that does, does it sound like I have a in my head it sounds like I have a cold and I don't you have a cold but I have I definitely have some stuffy up sinus cold. things and part of that I mean I think it's because I've had your disease thing I apparently You've had the China virus not that I knew uh, but also the change in seasons we are in now the first second uh, full day of fall cooler low humidity I mean the difference is uh, is stunning and I I have my whole life I've, I've tended to have ear problems uh, during the change of seasons <laughs> for some reason just but, wait Thursday we got the hurricane remnant. Yeah, through, here so. we go. Yeah, it's uh, going to hit Florida pretty good, I guess, probably. And us, we're going to get and, some rain. We'll, we'll get, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll get some badness. Um, let's see. All right, we, we got a billion things. Uh, anyway, how you doing? Ho, ho, ho. Sorry, it's only me. It's uh, it's only the Kimmer, uh, the Kimmer Show podcast. <laughs> I, guess I don't know probably. what it is if it's this view or what? the shirt, but in my view of Pete's camera, you look huge. Me? Yeah, it's, it's the sh- it's, shirt. it's the shirt. It's the shirt. <laughs> I mean, and, and I am here. Pete <laughs> uh, Davis, sidekick producer and uh, sports raconteur extraordinaire. I can't even get this thing to work. So Excuse me. Uh, you can't quite see. Uh, and a flounder, of course, a mechanical <laughs> mangler here at El Condo Flounder. With Kitty Cat is uh, resting in his house, in his uh, uh, apartment. Sure. Um, but I don't flounder, think there's a cat. Well, Flounder says that he does. He has been roaming around. I mean, it, he should be roaming around more. Than, I, I mean, oh, i got to say, I've had cats my whole life, and I, I, I've never heard of one who has never been seen at three in a week or whatever. I mean, the, I mean does he actually, I mean, does he roam around and, I mean. Oh, yeah, no the the problem is, You're is when locking I'm locking them in, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the problem is, is when I leave, I have to keep them in my room in the closet. Yeah, because, well, that's fine. That's fine. because of the amount of because I, the amount of cords and lamps and so it, my house isn't cat proofed yet. Right, but when you're but home, when, I, when I'm he home, should be ro- he should yeah, be all when, over when the I'm place. home, I started doing it yesterday, where I keep this door closed, but everything else in the house is open. Yeah, and he started getting. He's got to re- get out to he, learn. Yeah, he's just scared yeah. because it's so big. Right. So, but today and yesterday, he started. He's really curious now. He was definitely out in the living room and the dining well, room right there. Yeah. So. As a you know, a cat lover, and a, I've had pets Just, for god ten of them. We we used to have two German shepherds, canaries. Uh, we had rabbits for a while out in the backyard. At least we always, two we or always three had dogs. Huh? So we we always had dogs. Yeah. Well, cats are, I mean, but again, you'll, you'll be fine. And, and now, have you thought about getting a second one? People, they say, especially cats when you're gone. No, because he's, he's, he entertains himself. He's pretty chill. I mean, he doesn't destroy anything. He's definitely curious, yeah. but he doesn't. Well, I could, I could tell you, probably every cat lover is going to say, you need to get a second cat. Yeah, okay. when I posted the first picture, there was like yeah. all the cotton. Yeah, well, it's, it really is something to think about. I know you're, now, if I again, was you're to... not in that comfort zone, so you, you wouldn't know that. But I'm telling you, it, it, I mean, every, 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 
instance I've known personally or anybody who has two cats love it because they, you know, they take care of themselves and whatever. Anyway, just a thought. I'm not trying to tell you what. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, but I'm playing Budinsky again. It's like that commercial. You can, you'll never, you'll always be your parents when all is said and done. You're your father. Sorry. <laughs> I'm hell. I'm older than your father. <laughs> That's a scary freaking thought, by the way. Uh, anyway, oh god, so remind me never to re- wear red again. Is, <laughs> what you look at yourself now? I told you. I do. I look like I'm 50 pounds overweight. <laughs> but I mean, if, if, if I, I mean, look, it's, it's the same. Well, I don't know what. I haven't is. gained any weight since Friday. <laughs> I don't understand this. What the hell? It's literally it, the camera or something. Because when I turn and look at you, you look fine, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what camera's adding like fifty pounds? <laughs> who's the who's the uh, c- coach for the uh, Chiefs? Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Excuse me. Only because he's always wearing red. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, in, in fact, and it really is true. The camera does add weight, but this does, is this is a whole different thing. This is but when I when I was doing all that television and I was a an anchor and everything, I, whenever I go into a store or a dry cleaner or something, people were aghast. At the different, at, you know, your height, your size, everything yeah. is just you're uh, you're so much younger. I mean, everything about you is completely uh, different on television. Just for anyway, even though most anchors have huge heads, <laughs> like <laughs> actors, actors have huge heads. Well, I remember uh, Vanna White when she was interviewed one of, many many years ago, and, and she I've always loved her because she said, "Hey, I turn letters, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I stand there and I turn letters. I'm not." curing cancer don't make me up to be a big role model i turn letters on tvs and, and i thought which i thought was sweet uh but she said she said the reason that she got hired was because her head is enormous she has a very big head for her body and she said that they would tell her i mean people who do this for a living would say the people who, who photograph best on tv are you know it, it, I, I mean you were right yeah uh, and, and she remarked about it and said, you know, that's one of the reasons that she probably became a millionaire. <laughs> and as famous as she was, because she has a big head. Anyway, just for the record. Well, what a start to the show. <laughs> Happy Rosh Hashanah, everyone. <laughs> it's right now. Was it, wasn't it Saturday? No, sundown yesterday. Uh, sundown yesterday. Yeah. So now, now, is this the real, is this a serious one or is this a jokey one? This, I don't is think this it's the real jokey, one? but this, I think Yom Kippur is the one where they stop everything and, and wail. That's the that's okay, the that's sad a, one. That's yeah. when you atone. But Rosh Hashanah is, is that like you? Is that like a fasting? I, I, I'm sorry, I, I should I, know that. But again, I forgot to look at. It. I mean, I used to know stuff like this when Mike Rose was our producer. He, Oop. you know, he was uh, our local Jew, uh, which is great. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, I'm decent. Uh, <laughs> I think they blow the temple up once a year for Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> and slug and sluggo. You know, yeah, even sluggo. Oh, yeah. you know how I knew he was Jewish? How he told me. <laughs> oh, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a, a pilot. How do you know if there's a pilot at a cocktail party? <laughs> yeah, I'm really trust me. <laughs> I'm sure there's a big prowl. I had one of those scumbag fighter pilots trying to pick up my girlfriend. I mean, right in front of me. I mean, and, and she was going for falling for it, you know. And she was telling her about, oh no, that picture of me, that's me in a cockpit. Oh God, really? I'm saying, honey, you know. I mean, just, <laughs> I've been in a cockpit. He's trying to have sex with you. I said, I'm right here. God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talk about a cockpit. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, all right. Okay, we have issue. We got topics. We're going to do soundbite of President uh, Child Molester. Um, we've got topics on, on the FBI is at it again. The Stasi agents raiding the Catholic guy's home, and uh, I mean, just unbelievable newsy stuff. I got a whole bunch of sporty stuff I want to talk about with you. Have you done holy crap at sports yet? No, I wanted to wait till the dust cleared down on uh, North Avenue before I did mine. Oh well, I, because of. Georgia Tech just fired everybody, basically, yeah. which oh, is th- fine. There's a headline that it's Collins good. to be fired, so I guess they did as hey, we speak. Him and the AD. And yeah. the AD. Um, wow, no, it, wow. Anyway, we'll, well, we'll talk about that. Well, it gets me. Ken Segura, I don't know him. He's yeah. a beat writer for AJC. And yeah. he said, wow, crazy times. When is it crazy well, to fire a coach who's 10 and 28? Yeah. It's not crazy times. It's well, what they have to make up. You know? Well, look at the, look at the size of the sports I think these guys get page. a little too close to what they're covering sometimes. I'm not saying that yeah. Ken did. Yeah. I'm just saying it just sounds weird for him to tweet crazy times when nobody in the college football world thinks this is crazy at all. Honestly, I think it's just, you know, the AJC is gasping its last oh, breath. It's, I and mean, they're still look, they're, look at the size of the sports the air, Looking down at everybody else. There's a beat writer for the Braves. Uh, David O'Brien, who does a good job, but every time some fan asks a question he doesn't like, he's like gets on this high and mighty. I'm the sports writer, and I know what's yeah, best. And yeah. you don't. You're just a stupid fan, yeah. and you don't know. He did it yesterday. He bit some guy's head off for just asking a question on Twitter. It's like, you know, dude, you're in an industry that's dying. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be pissing yeah. people off right now. Yeah, I mean, look at I me. Mean, the sports page used to be of section and now it's like two page i mean it's, it it's was, really shameful it was a nationally known sports section we were talking that ron oh husband and lewis grizzard and jesse outler and Furman bisher well Furman bisher goes back 60 years for 70 was, years from the masters it was made the fame. newspaper and sports yeah. section in the yeah. south yeah yeah it's a disgrace the crimson tide is known as the crimson tide because of an article in the ajc yeah. it's a it's a disgrace i mean it's really shameful and again they're going to stop the papers dead after this year it's over they're not going to even print it so I don't know where the phone. attitude comes. I guess you know they yeah. just can't help themselves. Yeah. And now, I, I, you, uh, you, you do crossword puzzles, don't you? You like stuff I, like that? I, I have, was. But I kinda do you have any interest in right brain now. busters? There's a nah. section. In, okay. It makes me feel stupid, and I don't. Know. Well, I, I, you know, I. And know, then I'd just be fat and stupid. And a lot of people, I, I've never really been particularly good at these. I mean, I, I some for some reason some I can sort of get right pretty quickly, but I'm really I would not, I'm not what you'd call one of these guys who loves these brain t- teasers yeah, with crossroads. I mean, that. I just man, but I but I know. people people who do and they go bam like my that. My grandmother, just all she did. My, my, form, did. my first mother-in-law was just wham, bam, boom. And she was totally, un, un, her name was Parmi Shanfrini. Uh, went, you know, lasted through like ninth grade in high school in 1925, you know, the old Italian neighborhood stuff. And the man, she was smart as a whip and she could do stuff like this and it was just, you know, they just the brain works that way, so not mine. We've, <laughs> we've insulted the Israelis and the Italians no, so no, far I in just, the show. No, I, I mean, she, no, I'm bragging about her that she was, you know, she put me to shame. I mean, she was but she would, but she was back in a generation where there was they weren't they were working and they were you know they were World War II people they went to work anyway um, okay we got a billion things um, uh, can I do a, a quick a, a couple of quick nitpicky personal things <clears throat> um, okay well, yeah. it, it turns out well it turns out stop it I, I, and I and I you see this in, in elderly people. It, all of a sudden, a whole, a huge part of the calendar in your future is involved with trying to fix your body parts. I now have one of my twenty thousand dollar new jaw uh, implant things is loose. 
I can just, you know, blah, 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 like that. So now, this, so, and, and of course they're not open on Mondays, you know, they can't, you know, so, uh, so I have to, so I'm, uh, but again, you know, I mean, so here we go. So there goes my, you know, half of my Tuesday, uh, and I've got to go to the barn because are we, uh, Speckleface okay. needs help. So I'm volunteering my free time to go walk him or do his thing. So, but again, there, there goes that day. I mean, stuff, but again, my, my tooth is a freaking implant for all that money. It's supposed to be permanent. How, how is it possibly going to get loose? Where I can just like that. Freaking unbelievable. And plus, I'm still wearing these fake ear, ear rockets. Uh, and I called again this morning. Of course, they're not there Monday. Uh, an audiologist is near Monday, but they're going to call tomorrow to find out where the hell they are. It's been two weeks. It's a second. This company, now, again, Again, I love the people at the ENT place, where and this girl Morgan who worked yeah. with me, the audience, she, I uh, love her. She's wonderful. The company True Hearing are the ones who made these thousand, several thousand dollar hearing rocket things for my ears. Twice now, when I've had my appointment to go have them put in, they've called and canceled the appointment because they weren't ready. How could they not know they weren't ready until the day I was supposed to get them in? Twice, and I still don't know where they are. But anyway, so that's so I got to take care of that as th- as, a, as a thing. Okay, now I'm going to have some happy news here, some personal <laughs> stuff. Happy. Type Kim, we're stuff. getting that out of the way. Brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets, <laughs> ClosetPro.net, 404-255-0589. That's 404-255-0589. Atlanta Custom Closets. You got a cat that needs a good closet yeah atlanta custom closet you could put stuff in your closet when they organize it for you you'll love it atlanta custom closets and off we go okay um oh god there's so much there's so much a couple of quick uh minor nitpicks when did truck drivers suddenly become such assholes oh come on they're not all assholes. Well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to make, I was going to make a left turn today, but I see this big truck uh, coming from my right and wants to turn in front of me. So, of course, I let him, and I actually backed up. So we'd have plenty of room, and it wouldn't be having to be a problem going on a curb or any of that stuff. You'd think he'd so much as flip me the bird or tip his cap or something. He nah, didn't nothing. see you. No, no, yeah, right. He saw me backing up. I, I know he didn't miss my car. Anyway, but this, every, I mean, today I got cut off by a guy, and I kind of let him in, and he nothing. You know, just, they're just the rudeness, I guess, maybe because everybody else is rude and they don't care anymore. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I, I always wanted to be a, a, an interstate trucker. My whole life, I was, you know, giddy up gold by Red Solvines, one yeah. of the great tear jerker. You ever heard that song? Start a car, oh, boy. God, don't, what don't a tear jerker. I remember the first no, time I heard that. Don't. I was drinking illegally with my prep God. school buddies over in a bar across the state line where the drinking age was lower. And somebody put that song in the jukebox, Red Solvine with Giddy Up Go. And oh, God, oh, man. We're sitting there bawling at that, you know. <laughs> No, please. Yeah, no. if you can find it, get, if you find this, Giddy Up Go oh, by Red oh. Sovine. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, it's so trucker. But I love truckers. I've always I love truckers. I've always wanted to ha- drive a big Peterbilt or a Kenworth, you know, and take it down the road. And, and anyway. Uh, when I was a kid, we stopped at some truck stop in Alabama, and they, they had T-shirts for sale. And one of them had a big, big old truck on the front of the T-shirt. And it said, Peterbilt, how's yours? <laughs> oh, how? And I, I, I picked it up and I carried it over to my parents. I go, what is this? I don't understand. What does this mean? Put that back. Yeah, here you go. Put that back right, <laughs> right now. Right, now. <laughs> no. I play a little bit. Happy Red Sova. Happy Melody so far. The highways that wind and wander over mountains and valleys and deserts and plains. I 
guess I drove about all of them. Cause for the past 25 years now, the cab of a truck has been my home. And it'd be kind of hard for me to settle down and not be on the go. Well, I remember the first truck I drove. I was so proud. I could hardly no, wait it's to him get talking the whole. It's him talking the whole time. It's kind of skip ahead a little bit. Maybe maybe, maybe get toward uh, like uh, uh, at least a, a minute in or so, just for the fun of it. Up beside me pulled a brand new diesel rig. Okay, hold it for a second, Most right here. Can you pause it? Okay, the story is he's uh, his father uh, has a truck. And a little boy would say, giddy up, go, daddy, giddy up, go. And he'd take him for a ride. Okay, then the father uh, father, mother break up. The father hadn't seen his father in 20, 30 years. He's sitting, uh, so red sofa and sitting in a bar one night. There's a trucker next to him, and they get to talking about truckers, say how much they love each other, truckers. And they say, well, good to talk to you, kid. Good to talk to you, old man. They go their separate ways. The guy gets in his truck. He goes down the road. The boy follows him, and behind on the bumper, the bumper sticker says, giddy up, go. It was his father that he found oh, in the no. bar. Oh, anyway, so no. Play, he hit that where it was there. If you would, sir. And nope. not having oh, any sorry, did I screw you up totally? Not having any CB radio, you couldn't contact him. <laughs> so he never saw me. Just, just stop. Let this happen. My God, man. A big lump came in my throat. And my eyes watered like I had a bad old cold. A little sign on the back of the truck that read, Giddy Up Go. Well, I pushed old Giddy Up and stayed right on him till the next truck stop where he'd pulled up. Waited till he went in, and I offered to buy him a cup. You know what I'm more shocked. Wait, wait, that's at? what it was. He, he saw the sign first and then followed it. But anyway, that's the that's the story. It turned out to be his daddy. So you know, you know what I'm more shocked at? This has almost three million views. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you. I mean, but again, it was uh, you know you know so he's two, a deadbeat dad. Two, two teenagers sitting in a darkened bar across a straight a state line, drinking illegally, and a country music jukebox, and they play and we're just sitting there crying. But he's a deadbeat dad. He just abandoned Joe, the kid stop, for you twenty just years. Stop. You you need to get a new girlfriend. My God, <laughs> I need a new girlfriend. You've done nothing but bitch for the first twenty minutes of the show. <laughs> Well, it's too late for me. And by the way, it figures, now I have a $20,000 mouth. And ladies, by the way, let me say, it's worth it. But not that that would ever be appropriate anymore. S- but Cindy <laughs> just said, stop the pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, all right, that's the end of my trucker story for the day. But uh, I, I, God, it's funny how things go around. One more, one more uh, kind of a consumer nitpick, if I might. I think this is, again, change in times. You know, I talked about my sunglasses that I had the scratch in, and they had to send it back to the factory, and they wouldn't put them in. I did it up, ba doop it up. Um, well, sure enough, on, the same, on, that, on that same right-hand lens now, uh, just from putting them down or setting them aside, there's a little teeny little nick in the outside of the of the thing, right where my vision is, oh. is I'm, and it's it's minuscule, but it's enough that I can notice it as soon as I put them. And again, I'm thinking that they never used to, and these are Ray Bans, and they were not the real real expensive ones, but they're Ray Bans. I mean, they're I you Ray-Bans. know, yeah. These are I Ray-Bans. mean, so I mean, they're and they've always been. I've always you know trusted them, uh, and they're not as expensive as Maui gyms. And so I mean, I don't pay that kind of money anymore. But since you know, for years and years. But anyway, uh, but but clearly the the coating is cheaper or. I mean, they're just—they're not as good. They're—I mean, the lens fell out, and I had to put it back in myself. I mean, it's—you know—I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm just sick of it. Everything is freaking falling apart or unavailable. Or I, I mean, I know we're we're seeing. I mean, we're really we're really seeing something happening here. Civilization in this country. is crumbling. 
I mean, no one cares about their. No one cares to do the right thing. No one cares to work getting hard. jobs. I mean, trying to get people to work for you. I mean, I, I mean, something bad's going. You know, I mean, this is really not only that. Wrong. Like, uh, I was talking about it on a on a text thread. A friend of mine is a dean at a private school, and someone was asking about how is it legal for a teacher to step in if two kids are fighting. And it came to be the, the the whole conversation came to be that no one wants to help out anymore. They'd rather film it so their video would go right. viral and they get the attention. Well, have you seen all the videos lately of all the beatings in the street and people with their phones? Well, not only that, look at the hatchet video. <laughs> oh my no, God, no, it's yeah. even better one. You know what a Wawa is? On a guitar? No, no, not, not the Wawa. Pe- a Wawa is a store, convenience store. Oh yeah, in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So did you see, yeah, it got video. ransacked. It got, okay, the place is getting ransacked by a bunch of uh, Harvard students. So, Stores. So, so, you know, uh, basically, half the, the half of Temple University is in there, yeah. ra- raining the store. Just, Future accountants, obviously. Like, literally, like locusts, they cleaned out the shelves. <laughs> but while this is going on, the, the they obviously have sandwiches there. The people that are making the sandwiches are filming this <laughs> this locust horde coming through there and this is uh obese black woman standing there who was wanting a sandwich <laughs> and she literally says are y'all gonna finish making the sandwiches or are you just gonna keep filming <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's amazing I, I, how can you how can you let this happen and they're about to, to, to vote in a senator and a governor both democrats both crazy that are going to let more of them out on the street that lump neck is now once again said you need to let people convicted of second degree murder out of prison i know no more life sentences he also said yesterday the eagles are better than the eagles yeah huh yeah he he's brain he literally dead said that. he had a stroke Remember, the, uh, a senator's job, a senator's basic job is to be able to understand a motion of, of, before him of a proposal for a bill, something that will affect the country, to, to understand it and be able to debate it, be able to discuss it, understand it, make a point about it, have an arguments about it, and figure out where we are before you sign off on it for something that affects generations in your country he can't do that no he's brain dead he's not even close to being here and again you know my daughter jennifer is a stroke victim and she's uh, she was a gifted student her whole life and everything else college but there's people who still function and those who don't there were, he, she she clearly uh, can I mean she she thinks the way she wants to and and that's still not as, as good as it used to be but it's still fairly clear but getting it out and using it and actually typing sentences in a row without having a problem I mean it's just it's harder to communicate let alone get around I mean you can't tell me that the people are and they're going to vote for this guy he believes in um, emptying the prison no more life terms he believes in open borders abortion. abortion anytime anywhere um there was a couple other training really, stuff uh, yeah, tranny things, teaching in schools, or allowing kids to get gender surgery at nine. Or I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. I've never heard of such a thing. And they're going to, well, because Oz is, you know, from uh, Pakistan or something, and they're Turkey. going to make sure that he's an un-American uh, freakoid. Well, he, yeah, he's a shithole, too. Well, he, he is kind of a, didn't he represent some quack medicine oh, thing for years and stuff? he's done a lot of crazy stuff. Jesus, he's not you a, know, what the he's hell not is conservative at party? You, you know, we, we're going to get what we deserve. I, 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 I hope that, I'm so nervous we're going to lose everything again. Again and get totally screwed. Well, as long as the Republicans are getting paid, they don't care. Oh, God, as long as they in just... the Chamber of Commerce get their money they, from the corporate globalists, they don't care. I mean, that Whitmer's going to win in Michigan. After uh, all the damage she uh, did to God, that state, I, I, I she's going to win. Either. Yeah. 
What? Which, hey, Michigan, you know, that's why my great-great-grandfather got the hell out of there in 1869. He could see it coming from 250 oh my God. years away. I mean, you know. Uh, They're insane. The Democrats are insane. It. And, it's, and by the way, we're going to talk. It's getting worse and worse. Uh, um, our former Keisha Bong Bottoms is, is now. Did. Save it. We're coming to it. I, you know, she's now the White House advisor. Oh, she failed up. We, yeah, she failed. So we're going to talk about that and uh, what an idiot we used to have for her. Letting the city burn, by the way. You know, let the rioters have their way so we don't cause more problems. She, she was yeah, so really bad. Worked. She knew she was over her head. She quit. Yeah, she quit before her right. first term was over and right. said, I'm out of here. I'm not yeah, running she again. Knew she couldn't and do what it. does she do? She gets a job in the yeah, White House. The White, advising people to hate uh, Republicans, yeah. by the way. Anyway, MAGA Republicans. All right, anyway, that, that's coming up. That's coming up. Um, I want to talk to you about the uh, Slipshod uh, concert uh, off my deck. Uh, Slipknot. S- something, yeah, whatever. Uh, something that happened at, at the bookstore, which just flabbergasts me. And again, it's, and you're going to be able to make fun of me because I'll bet, I'll bet at this Would moment, neither one of you store? has any change in your pocket. No, I have no change. Flounder, do you have pocket. any change in your pocket? No, but I have, a, I have a jar of it right there that I put my change when I walk inside. I have some change in my car in the, the thing because okay. I need to put a Okay, well, there's a, there's a good reason for it and a good reason why I, I'm never going to change myself. <laughs> there it is. I, oh, we all have, I have You'll a change You'll never use jar. those. What? Oh, but You'll no, you take them to the store, and that's probably eighty bucks in there. I'll yeah, bet you. I, was, I was thinking about that yesterday, like because I can yeah, go to public. I save mine. I get fifty, but, sixty bucks in quarters. But how something. much do they take? Like ten percent? I think so. Like yeah, but it, so I mean, I you should know. be a public service. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go to the bank and ask for ask yeah, for coin can. things, but you can do it yourself. But that takes me. Who wants to do that for ten percent? What do you? I mean, what's eight dollars for eighty bucks? Yeah, sure, exactly, yeah. Take it. Uh, anyway, all that's coming up. Also, um, uh, the the brightness in the sky and a collision with an asteroid. I I love this story of what they're going to do tonight out in space. Oh, yeah. so I'm going to talk about. You believe that? You believe that? I, no, no, no. I'm, I didn't say I believe anything. I'm just talking about. It. Also, uh, President Child Molesters added again. Uh, uh, Putty Parkin in the handicapped spot. I'm, I'm, we've got a billion things uh, to talk about, and including if you go to thekimmershow.net. What's the matter? No, I was going to say. Uh, Mark uh, Ledford says, hey, Kool-Aid. Uh, oh, the Kool-Aid monster. <laughs> but if I, when I mentioned Stakey, uh, uh, Abraham, where did, where did the Kool-Aid monster, was that in the uh, ghost, there was a Kool-Aid no, no. monster The somewhere. Kool-Aid monster would bust through the wall and say, hey, kids, I'm here with the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, but, you I, don't remember that co- I remember the commercial, but commercial. I didn't know whether I ever actually also saw and it. family like, guys made fun of it. <laughs> and it reminds me of Ghostbusters with the, with the big well, marshmallow man. Well, that's a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Yeah, the Stay Puffed Man. <laughs> that Anyways. was one of the funniest moments. When that thing came on screen, everybody <laughs> yeah, just went like, nuts. What the hell? <laughs> anyway. He was all uh, happy. If, if you go to thekimmershow.net, you can link to all the things that we do here at the Kimmer Show podcast. Uh, we, uh, I, I call in on Friday mornings to the uh, 106.3 radio station. We have their link to all their stuff. You can get their free app. Uh, we can give you an address if you want to send us a check. And I owe uh, our uh, sweet friend Denise another thank you note. Uh, and again, we really appreciate uh, people who subscribe at uh, patreon.com slash Kimmer Show, or you can go to PayPal, lots of different ways. We really do, because uh, it's free. The podcast is free. 
We have thousands of listeners, but only hundreds of subscribers, so we're trying to actually make a living here. But anyway, thank you, thank you. And again, uh, if you'd like to be a sponsor, like our friends at Wise RV Glass, they're a double sponsor. Wise RV Glass sponsoring the Kimmer Show podcast and the Kimmer Show podcast Facebook page, and we are very, very, very grateful. This is a great idea, especially when uh, that, that whole pandemic thing was going on the last couple of years. Wise RV Glass, if you have an RV or motor coach or camper or something like that, and you have any kind of glass issue, might be fogged up double pane window, or even a, a something little like a crack in a side view mirror or a rear view mirror, or the you know those hard to find one piece flat windshields in some of these RVs and stuff. What and no job is too big or too small. That you, don't be afraid to call them. This is what they do for a living. They'll come to you. You don't have to do anything but get a hold of them. They come to you. They take care of it in your own window frame, saving you time and money. It's an all mobile service all over North Georgia, all through Metro Atlanta. No job to, if you have a fleet of them, they'll take care of that too. Or a little teeny thing, believe me, they love to work and they'll prove it to you. Here's a phone number, area 470-345-6521. And on the web, wise, is W-I-S-E, wiserVglass.com. And again, thank you, boys. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Uh, the concert. Remember, we talked about Slipface. Uh, concert was on Saturday night. I, I complain because I'm, I'm renting a townhouse, which is uh, near the amphitheater. We're in North Georgia, Alpharetta, Georgia, uh, and the amphitheater has uh, this time of year has things during the week usually, but they, they had them both Saturday and Sunday. Anyway, that when, when they do, the traffic is a nightmare. It's hard to get up. You can't get out. Can't get in. They have cops trying to direct things, but they can only direct. You know, uh, your turn next, sir. I mean, it, do- it doesn't stop the traffic from backing up uh, everywhere. So it's, you know, you feel, I feel like I'm trapped in a place, uh, you know, on Saturday night. So Pete said, hey, you ought to just, you know, you'll be able to hear him. And I used to be able to hear him a couple years ago when they had concerts. I, I used to hear him. Uh, anyway, so Saturday night, I got, I got my phone out and I took some video out of my deck and all I heard was the helm of air conditioning units down below. <laughs> really? <laughs> Never heard a day of that. I put it, did you see? I put what it a on bunch space. of books. I, I can't believe you did. I should have sent you the per- video personally because I, yeah. I forget you never look at our Facebook it. page. Uh, but I posted it. And, and But, I, but the reason I, you should have looked is because I uh, was mentioning you. Not only did I do the concert uh, to show that I couldn't hear a damn thing, so they must be whispering. Oh, and by the way, about an hour and a half later, I went out. I went back out on the deck much later, and I, I, I think I might have heard a little something to indicate there was some music playing, but it wasn't enough to really hear anything, so just for the record. Anyway, so something changed. I don't know what. Maybe they have barrier, sound barriers put. I don't I have no idea. I've never even seen the place. Anyway, so but also, Pete, in the video, um, I said there were two things going on. One was... This box of Cheez-Its. <laughs> what do you think? <clears throat> well, 
Two things. Uh, Pete had suggested to see if my taste buds are affected. If I can't, if I can't taste the Cheez-Its, I'm screwed. It's, you know, I've got a problem. Uh, so he said, get the Cheez-Its. And also, as it happened, um, I, on the video the other day from the, sh- the uh, horse show, uh, I put some video of uh, one of our lady friends up there named Jeanette, who owns Hey Jude, the horse up there. And she won two ribbons, and it was all great. She is an international traveler. She was in Germany for Oktoberfest. And brought back, now. yeah, and brought back beer, and she brought uh, brought me a can, a can of German big time Charlie. She's special. How do you get beer from here? I We don't want her to treff. She's she a, fresh she's, treff. She's a smuggler. Treff us. There's no smuggling for this. She's a trafficker. How did you just get all those drugs from, <laughs> from Bermuda? <laughs> Flying on anyway, so she anyway, so she brought back some German beer. And this is big time Germany. This is German beer that has like six percent alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it's like three times what you get in America. And so and so I had a can of beer and I had the cheese it. So I said, What the hell? So I, I saluted and I used your mug, your big stein the Stein. Uh, uh, <laughs> And, uh, and so I had the Cheez-Its and the beer in the mug and listened to the concert all in one video on, that was posted on Facebook and page. can you <coughs> taste them? They're bland. I could taste them, but they're not, not tangy, tangy cheddar. You know, you've got, you've got all the symptoms of COVID. Yeah. One of them is, I didn't lose my taste and smell, but you might be losing yeah. a little of it. Yeah. It's definitely anyway, a, a uh, so there you are. A co-worker. What are you talking about? You mean you're not going to eat them? I'm not going to eat them. They, they, I, don't, I, I mean, they're okay, but I don't really enjoy them as, you know, it used to be the cheese that used to explode, you know, it's be, you know, tangy, cheddary thing. We'll see. Uh, well, now maybe they're, maybe you don't think they are either. It, I can only hope How that How many of these did you finger before? No, I, I, like, I poured out at like four, and I was going to, no, no, I really, because I, I didn't think I know I was going to like them. I smell them. They didn't taste oh, like they God. were, but I remember his Cheez-Its. They're no more good. I, the goldfish were wonderful. These are horrible. Oh, thank God. Thank you, God. Because I do taste other things like chocolate. I've been having candy bars to see, and, I, and no, I, those are great. I taste it. It's just Peanut bad. Peanut butter is great. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. Well, well I'm glad I brought them in. Oh, they're now. horrible. I mean, they were they were just bland. Did you and, try these? No. <laughs> yeah, try these. I used to love <laughs> They really suck. <laughs> yeah, I have a handful. <laughs> hey, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> I used to love Cheez-Its. I know, I know. Me it, too. I, I, it's, you know why? If you had given this to me two weeks ago, I probably said, oh, these are nice. But I had the goldfish for a week, which yeah. by the way, I just finished last night. Uh, well, they were good for you. <laughs> and the goldfish are so much better. Yeah. Well, I, so, well, I'm glad to hear that, Deb, because I do taste. I mean, I still do have taste buds. I, I have, I, you know, I eat. Stuff I like, and uh, I've been having, you know, should, anyway. Should, this, this show brought to you by Jesus. Yes, sorry, boys and girls. Anyway, I thought that was uh, fairly interesting. And thank God I'm glad I brought them in because I feel a lot Actually, better about something The, the more I taste it, the better it gets. But that first taste was kind of stale. They're not like they used. Now, I may, now maybe just they're making them different. Now, and these are big ones. I mean, they're I the full size. I, I, I just think they're not as good as the gold. I don't fish. think anything's as good as the deal. I think everything's. I, I think they're. I think people are doing anything they can to save money. And one thing may be using diluting. cheaper ingredients. They're and, diluting everything. Yeah. I mean, really, and if we may if have you been the last this, generations that had a taste of freedom. Yeah. And actual food that tasted like it should, like our grandmothers made. Yeah. Well, we could see it coming. I mean, uh, you know, and, and of course, progress means you you have to be more. F- Frugal or efficient 
uh, in order to you know take care of everything. But you remember, you know, in the fifties, the car companies had a brand new car style oh every God. year, and it was a style. Yeah, it was. A but it was style. all it was it was chrome it was and American. fenders and thing, and it, every single year was a whole brand new fleet of every single. And one you of knew their what models. American car looked like yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah. I now mean, they all look the same. Right. Yeah. So I mean, but so this was you know this has been a trend, Step but but, but I'm I'm really noticing it now because because this kind of stuff is really and the fact you can't find parts and anything that was going on. Um, okay, th- this is a weird example. And I mentioned I, I I wonder why whether you guys have change in your pockets. Every day when I when I leave make sure I leave the house, I make sure I have at least I have a, my Marine Corps Challenge coin, and I have a quarter, two dimes, two nickels, and at least five pennies in my pocket. For that once a year, you need all those. <laughs> once a year. No, no, no. And I, so I don't. I don't have a pocket full of change, but I have you know those Going few coins: quarter, two dimes, two nickels, and five pennies, and my challenge coin. Okay. So uh, because if I go to a cash register, and again, I don't. Uh, lately, I've been using your. You know, I've been using a lot of my credit card. Just right. stick it in and, and chip it, and because it's been easier. Tap you know what? It. You know what? You know what? I don't like about that. Why? If I'm shopping now and I'm going down the aisle, if I I always am conscious of how much money I have in my pocket. But if I'm using the credit card, I don't care how much money I have in my pocket. I I, oh, I'll buy a second one. You know, know what I mean? And that's you know that's bad for me because I you know at some point you got to pay it. So anyway, so so I'm trying to be careful. But it, so okay, here's what. Uh, God, I'm so weird. Uh, I have changed my pocket because I always you know I want how much I have. Okay, I'm at the bookstore. And the I, I bought some stuff. Actually, I could have charged it on the on the Kimmer Media, uh, but I did not. Better I paid not. paid my own cash. Uh, the the bill came. There was a young a woman, uh, probably twenty-ish or something, behind the cash register, and the charge. It was a, a book thing, and the charge came to sixteen dollars and fourteen cents. Now, knowing I didn't really want to have eighty-six cents back in change. Uh, when I got, if I gave, I gave her a $20 bill. So I gave her a $20 bill and I really didn't, I couldn't hear her because of my stupid ear rockets. And they have this freaking glass there too. So, you know, honestly, I'm so sick and tired of saying, I'm sorry, I'm a little hard of hearing. So anyway, so she said, I'm going to turn around and I heard the 14 cents and I said, I'm sorry, I really can't hear you through. She said, oh, it's $16 and 14 cents. And I said, okay, great. And I said, I said, uh, I said, here's a 20. And I said, here, I got the 14 cents here just a second. And she said, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm yelling now. And she, and she, and I said, and I said, I've got the 14 cents here. Hold on a second. And she said, oh, you don't need it. You're going to get change back. It's more, you know, and I said, what? And she said, well, it's only $16 and you gave me a 20, so you're going to get changed back. You don't need to give me the 14 cents. I thought, oh, Jesus, God in heaven. (laughs) Honestly, you can't argue with that. I couldn't couldn't freaking believe it. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, okay. I said, well, then just, I said, no, it's this way. Just give me the four bucks. And when I said that, she almost shit her pants. I mean, she didn't know how to react to it. She didn't know what I was talking about. That it was twenty. I gave her twenty dollars and fourteen cents on a sixteen dollar and fourteen cents bill, and she started in her head. I'm trying. She's looking. Oh, what do I do now? I mean, honest to God, it was like she couldn't figure it out. And I said, just give me four. I, I swear to God, I said, just give me four dollars. I said, I just, just give me $4. That sounds and, like a threat. And eventually she did. I mean, she, but it was like, I hope this isn't one of those scams. I, I mean, honest, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. Well, 
<laughs> I mean, does nobody have the chance? I mean, who doesn't want, who wants 86 cents and change if you don't need, if you have the, you know what I mean? I, I, oh, God. And I thought, I guess everybody pays for the chip they, or their phone. They go clank and no, but nobody ever has any money. Bortz used to have that great trick, which actually I, I, I paid for oh, I've done a trip too. to New York on New Year's Eve, and I paid it for a trip to New Orleans during Mardi Gras. But basically, never spend a dollar bill. Yeah, uh, always take the dollar bills at the end of the day at and the put it in day. your coat pocket in the closet. Yeah. And I paid for two trips doing that. Yeah, but you don't, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. I do it with quarters and stuff. I mean, so I get 50, 80 bucks at a time. But I don't. I who's yeah. I don't. I, but again, I do have, I, I always have, you know, 20, 30 bucks or whatever in cash just on general principle. But, um, but, but again, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I just, I was free, totally freaked. And I thought, God, here we are. This is it. You know, yeah, but, but pretty soon there'll be no money there. You know, that's uh, what they want. President Shymolester is going crypto now. He's got a whole crypto they've department. They've screwed up crypto. They've, they've completely oh, screwed Jesus it up. Scott. Which, by the, it, crypto used to go up and down, up and down, up and down. It stayed the same for almost a year now because the government's gotten involved right. and they've screwed it up yeah basically well I, I, and I, they I, want you to all hit the thing the chip because then they can use the social credit on you oh you you posted this yeah. well we didn't like that so yeah. you can't buy this amount of groceries this I month know. i'm i just i'm the chinese are doing it and they're trying to copy what the chinese are doing the chamber of commerce is with it the republicans are with it the democrats are with it uh, and, and, and you know what the problem is i it's this is way over my head I mean, I don't. What am I going? Am I going to criticize the new financial transaction system in America? I, you know, I don't have any crypto. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be doing shit on my phone. You know, the, the whole the whole the, this Publix. Uh, have you seen all the commercials for this Publix phone on your phone? You can be in, in, in charge of your own investments right now. Just dial up your Publix app, and you can invest right. So people are investing on their phone as they're you know going to work and stuff. And I'm thinking, oh my god, you know, I, I, I'm not. That's not me. I'm. It's over. <laughs> most, they don't tell them that most of those stocks will be worthless at some well, point. Well, it's, it's, it's like penny stuff. Isn't it like day trading or Probably. something? They're trying to get more people to get you know get the action going. I assume because whatever, whether they win or lose, somebody's going to get paid. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the key to it? That if you have if you have a if you're involved with a thing, at some point, whether you win or lose, somebody's getting some money. Right? Am yeah. I am I being cynical, or I mean that's no. got to be true, right? They're not doing it somebody, for free. Yeah, yeah. I mean somebody's making money off of this. Clicks or I don't need. I don't. Again, whew, whew, this is way out of my bailiwick. We missed that train. I mean, by a mile. I mean, and I, where am I going to go to learn? You know, well, I think I'll take a couple of classes now and how to be, a, you know, a, Con, a twenty-year-old. Khan Academy will teach you. God. I'm too tired. You know, I just, <laughs> I don't get, you know, I just. <laughs> By the way, uh, somebody here, I forget who said it, says that, uh, well, he's gone now, said uh, that poor Flounder didn't get a word in edgewise. Did you have something to say earlier? Were you we trying to say something? Uh, if I was, I forgot, so we're good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, he's over there typing. Yeah. He's doing something. The guy's working. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's trading. He's do. trading stocks. See? Oh, probably. He's <laughs> Yeah, well. I was listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find the good parts for Saturday playback. <laughs> Have you ever heard? I keep forgetting to listen. What I normally try and do is, I, I mean, I try and put some fun banter stuff on yeah. the first one, and then the 
Second segment is the meat and potatoes, politics, yeah. and what's going on. You ever and, do any of like the history stuff? Oh yeah, the, usually like the the third segment is the fun the fun shit. You know, in fact, I, I, for some reason, like and, I put and, the vasectomy story. I did the vasectomy story. I put oh, that in there and stuff like that. So, yeah, I did, I did, I did, yeah. so you didn't cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, but that's a great. Yeah, anyway, I, I, you're doing it. I, you know, I, what excellent. were you going to say? You said that you listened to it the other day and something happened. Oh no, I just I just I'm, uh, um, I just keep forgetting that it's. Saturday at noon is going to be a funny time. Well, for I'm, me, I'm so. getting ready. Well, Saturday at noon is the kickoff for college football. Uh, yeah. So I'm my butt sitting in front of the TV. Plus, I'm probably I'm, either at or heading to the stable or trying to do something before I have to go. I mean, it's anyway. It's just it's just a funny time of day. But um, anyway, so anyway, so thank you, Flounder, has put that all together. Um, now, and speaking of the of the uh, of the podcast. Um, we got, or I, I, it's the podcast message thing. Would that be just to me, or would that be to all of us? If somebody, oh. if you open up the podcast and go to the if the message thing or the comment thing, I don't know. Okay, uh, and well, there's a, I, it's a message, and it says, "Hey, Kimmer," and it's from our friend Reba, who's been a listener. In fact, I look back; her first message is from three years ago. Hmm. So she'd been a listener for a long time. And we've been doing this for three years. Well, we started, I started mine right after right? we got fired, and we got fired in 2019, right? We got, yeah, it was in March, in, uh, Mar- March or April. March or 20- April, and I started doing my show, and then, what was it, three months before no, we, we started it, doing your show? We did it on Friday the 13th, remember, I, I demanded we start on Friday the 13th, start yeah, our podcast. I think it was, it was toward fall, the end November. of summer. So end I, of summer or fall. I think so, yeah, we've fall. been doing this for Yeah, because years. we started right when the... Uh, <laughs> no, wait, well, didn't we start in De- December, right when yeah. the radio station started? We started either December or January, because remember we did at the end of the year. Yeah, it's like right at the... Almost, I want to say, mid or end yeah. of December. 2020. But it was, but it, was uh, it was Friday the 13th, remember, by, when we, did our, when, when we yeah. actually founded the, started the thing. So we've been doing this for like two and a half years. For, yeah. Anyway, so since 2019, um, I got a... a the other day, I, I was reading a Dear Abby column. In fact, I have... I think I might have one in here today for something. But anyway, um, I was reading a Dear Abby column about a woman who... Uh, was a white woman who was uh, either newly married to or engaged to or dating a black guy, and they're both in their, like in their 60s or 65, 70 years old, and she loves to hold hands, and he won't hold hands with her when they're walking down yeah, the street. And, and, Friday, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, and, and because he says, well, for one thing, black guys don't do that, and she was kind of crushed because she didn't think it's sweet. And so the, the issue was whether you know hand-holding among couples still continues when you get older, and also whether it's a black thing. I, you know, I didn't know. It was just kind of interesting. Anyway, um, I, I and I, I remember saying I, I used to love to hold hands if I'm with a girl I love to hold her hand and I hold it where I'm on the outside of it because I'm the man and I, I, I did a whole thing and I talk about I'll walk on the outside and you know I'm a old fashioned guy and, okay uh, anyway uh, so we got a here's a, I'm going to read a reaction here it's, a, it, it's a really touching and I, I got permission to say this this is from a lady named Reba and she says uh, she's visiting her daughter and family at an Air Force base someplace. And uh, been there, da, 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 da. I was listening to the story you told about a woman who wrote in about her boyfriend who was African-American and the fact he thought holding hands was acting like a teenager. And Reba writes, I reached out to a high school boyfriend who also happened to be African-American when I turned 50. We dated in the 80s and being from the South, caught hell and was threatened. We stopped dating. Uh, I married and divorced. When I turned 50, I reached out to him because he was always a gentleman, very sweet, and someone I remembered as my first true love. I will tell you that from day one, holding my hand was a must. 
Also, just like you said, Kimmer, he walks beside me on the side of the road to protect me as we walk, holding my hand. Or if we're walking in a parking lot, he keeps me on the side of the parked cars and walks next to me, protecting me from traffic. He's always opening doors for everyone and me, always opens my car door, asks if I'm good before closing the door, takes my things from my arms so I don't have to carry. Now, I'm a very independent woman, been on my own for a while after my divorce, and my focus was my daughter and getting her raised and through school. When I started dating this man after all these years, it was hard to let someone carry stuff for me, just take, make sure my car was clean, so on and so forth. Uh, after all these years, going on four years, I sat my daughter down to tell her who he was. Her first reaction was, I need to meet him. She embraced him with an attitude of not seeing color, but how he treated me. And sadly, she has seen where my father completely shut me out because I'm dating him. She has seen her grandmother act like he's not even in my life. But with all that said, she sees someone who is kind, treats her and her family like his own, always remembering in birthdays, occasions, so forth. So to that woman who enjoys holding hands, find a man who feels the same way. Life is too short not to be happy. Every relationship is different, but showing affection with someone who returns that affection is something that is greater than gold. Oh, and by the way, she's in a picture of a car, of a bumper sticker, or the back part of a car, and the sticker said, well, I can't find it here at the moment, but it said it was anti-Biden by a mile. Uh, anyway, I wrote back to her, and I said, uh, what a wonderful letter, and I said, if uh, the news host in me really would love to talk about that on the air, and she said, never use my name. <laughs> no, she didn't know. Uh, she, said, uh, she said, please do. Uh, feel free to use da 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 da. Enjoy your show, uh, listening to your show, and God bless you and Pete and Flounder, and thank you for your service, sir. And one more thing: remind people when they are thanking our veterans to also thank their spouses for their service. I have met some wonderful women in this place where she's visiting that my daughter is friended from the Air Force Base. There's a special bond with these women. My daughter moved here a year ago, and I have really struggled with her being so far. After meeting these women who support each other, support military spouse businesses, it's amazing. Um, and because of this beautiful network, she says, at the military base of military wives, my daughter's been sent formula for her one-month-old baby that she could not get stocked up on during her pregnancy because of the shortage. She literally just received formula from other spouses as far away as Washington State. We are all grandparents in Georgia. Look for months. Military spouses who hold down the family home are angels, and God bless them. Thank you again, Kim. Keep up the great work. I gotta go. You're killing me. From Reba. What a, I'm sorry. That was a lot. No, it was. It was. It was very nice. Any other manifestos you want to read while we're here? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my no, God. That, that, no, that's cruel. It, it, I, I think she was. Cruel. I'm just saying that, that you could have, you know, edited it a little bit. Well, I can't believe you're saying you're. Th I thought well, okay. that was. We're it. both looking at each other like. But, this but there is were going several parts here. of it. I mean, it was a whole part of. I mean, I'm there was a military kidding. part. There was a spouse part. I'm it was kidding. like four that's, things. That's one of the most beautiful things. Oh, you cold-hearted bastards, the both of you. You both kissed my ass. How about that, <laughs> <laughs> Reba? I'm sorry you had to hear that. That woman's boring her heart out. Leave me alone. And, like, uh, and then yeah, no more messages. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, <laughs> you dirty bastards. <laughs> that is Where's so that freaking day? cold. Oh uh. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be a lesson. <laughs> and by the way, 
Awesome. Here's here's my sheet. Oh, I didn't write I didn't write I down the whole thing. But I, I when I made up my she, my planning sheets for all the stuff that I bring in here, I made a note and I said, okay, you're going to talk about your tooth. You're going to talk about your your hearing aid. You're going to talk about all this stuff. You're going to talk about the thing. You, on my end, on a sweet note, which is to make sure you the fourth thing you do at the beginning of the podcast is to talk about that sweet letter from Reba. And instead, <laughs> that brings up an interesting thing, though. Uh, I live above restaurants, so I see couples yeah. come and going all the time. And very rarely do I see them holding hands, but it's usually an older couple. It usually yeah. It's usually not the young, but every once in a while it is. But I, I'm trying to think, and probably I, I'm going to start looking for it now. I've never seen a black man hold another woman's hand. I think it's I've a, never I've, seen that, I've, that I can remember. Is it a cultural thing? I th- I th- I'm going to start looking be. because we the, the, we got all kinds coming in these restaurants. I'm going to start. I'm going to stand on my Anybody, balcony I, and I'm going to watch them. Has them anyone ever see. done it? I wonder if anyone's ever really looked into this kind well, of thing about interpersonal relationships. I mean, who knows? Maybe some sociologist got a PhD based on interpersonal relationships in public with white and black guys. And holding justice. In his own single hand, right there. I don't know if it's a cultural <laughs> thing or that maybe you know black guys just I don't don't, don't do. It maybe just. What do you call it? PDAs, public display of affection. Yeah. A lot of guys don't like any public display. And it may well display. be an age thing. I mean, I, too. But again, older people, I, I, it's, if, it's, if it's the older couple in this case, it must be a racial thing, I would think. Because I think old, older couples do right. more appreciate that kind of thing. I don't know. What do I know? I'll never be an older couple. <laughs> think about that. I'll never be an older couple. I'll never be a part. Oh, my God. I'll never be a part of an older couple. I'll never be there. Oh, look at them gently going down the park with, oh, I bet they lived through the wars. Yeah. Oh, we should go. Hi, how you doing, old timer? Oh, yeah. wonder if they're still hiding the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you called me. Can I get you a cover-up or something? Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's me, all right. <laughs> God, uh, freaking diet. Right, hold yeah, on. Fl- Flounder, what? still got plenty of time. Do you ever think about the fact that you may not ever have a long-term relationship at the end? I got plenty of time. Yeah, no, we all think well, that. Well, yeah, okay. I'm not, but again, it's just not something I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, I, maybe you should save your money. <laughs> your biological <laughs> clock is ticking over there. <laughs> uh, I heard from my uh, good buddy Mike Summers. I used to work with my old morning man, cold morning man from the '70s. I mean, many many years ago. And he's uh, he's he, in fact he came to work with me here in Atlanta uh, uh, once after he was with CNN Radio, and then he came over to work with us to radio. So anyway, many years ago. Um, and he's uh, he's quite a character uh, in many uh, different ways, and I really uh, he, he was really fun to work with. You've, you've heard we did a tape of him together one time. Anyway, um, he said uh, he he said while well, driving home last night from Louisville, Lexington. How little, long is this? By no, the way. no, it's before it's twelve <laughs> seconds. <laughs> you dirty bastards! Uh, you can't man can't stop <laughs> uh, driving home. Da, 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 a little over an hour. Jupiter was the brightest thing in the sky. Now I know why. Monday night it'll be the closest to Earth in about almost sixty years. Uh, Going to see if I can spot the moons. Uh, it was a big the story about that big. kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Jupiter, if you're into that, uh, like space. Uh, Friday night, I was out on the balcony, and I go, "Oh, there's Mars. Mars is looking pretty big tonight." And then I looked up above of that, and I go, "No, wait a minute. There's Mars. Even there's twice the size as the other one, and it just seems it's very clear these yeah. days." Well, now, uh, and I think this is an amazing story. Um, I really, I, I think this is an unbelievable story. Uh, NASA is going to crash. 
a spacecraft into an asteroid tonight. Six million miles away, actually seven million miles away from Earth. Uh, It's a spacecraft called DART that will zero in on the asteroid tonight, slamming into it head-on at 14,000 miles an hour. It is hoped it will nudge the asteroid into a slightly tighter orbit around the rockets flying around now. And they're trying to show, just like in the movies, if we are threatened by an asteroid coming toward Earth, they want to find out if you can either blow it up or if you can direct it in a different orbital path. And they're hoping that by hitting this asteroid head-on at 14,000 miles an hour, it will alter its path. Uh, The asteroid is 525 feet across. Uh, It's 7 million miles from Earth. And the experts say it's about deflection, not disruption. Uh, This will not blow up the thing. It isn't going to put it into pieces. It'll dig out a crater um, 30, 40, 50 yards in they size think. and hurl 2 million pounds of rocks into space from the explosion. Uh, there's a zero chance either asteroid or a companion thing will hit Earth, and that's why they picked this one because it would never hit us in, in, ever. <laughs> but they're going to see whether this path thing will work. The size of a small vending machine at 1,200 pounds, the aircraft will slam into the asteroid, which weighs 11 billion pounds. Okay, wait, listener says, what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) This will hit your Shelby, Kimmer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, think about this. The asteroid is only 525 feet across, and it weighs 11 billion pounds? That's iron. That's either iron or all nickel. That's something. Holy moly. It's just going to piss it off is what it's going to do. They they say it's like running a golf cart into the Great Pyramid. Uh, If you were going to do this for planetary defense, it really, in in, true fashion, you'd have to do it 5 or 10 or maybe 20 years in advance for it to work. Uh, the 1998 film Armageddon, Bruce Willis uh, went to Cape Canaveral. Leonardo DiCaprio in Don't Look Up was one, an all-star cash with the same kind of thing. Uh, the 1979 movie Meteor with Sean Connery. Uh, there have been a lot of you know kind of movies about it, uh, about this kind of thing. But again, <clears throat> it's going to happen tonight, and they're hoping that it'll work. It'll, it'll knock it off course. We won't know for days or maybe weeks, uh, but I think it, I think that's uh, pretty cool. All right, hold on. Coming up, uh, the Braves uh, pay a visit to a child molester, uh, and the child molester's uh, uh, angry other half, the worst first lady in the history of America, is also coming to Atlanta uh, to shame anybody who didn't vote for her. Uh, we'll talk about uh, a, a Stakey back in the news and uh, Bong Bottoms back in the news mm-hmm. and Hillary Rodham P. Stakey Fart Cabbage uh, opening her big fat mouth again once again, too. But first, a reminder of one of our sponsors, M&S Title Pawn. Uh, the letters are M&S, hence the name M&S Title Pawn. <coughs> Excuse me. Sponsoring this part of the Giver Show podcast. They are in beautiful Bremen, Georgia at 306 Laurel Street, Suite A. Open Monday through Saturday. Uh, they love to have you come in in person and shop around, see what's going on, bring in what you got going or whatever's on your mind. Monday through Saturday uh, at uh, 306 Laurel Street in Bremen. 
Here's a phone number. Uh, call them in advance. Check out some things. 678, the area code, 678-821-3337. And if you want to shop online, check them out. You spell M and S, so you spell out the way to check them out online. This way, manstitle.com. M-A-N-D-S title.com. That's M-N-S title pawn. In Bremen, Georgia. And again, we appreciate their page. Please go uh, patronize our friends when you're up that way. Stop in and say hi and tell them you heard them on the Kimmer Show podcast. We're very grateful. In fact, I always do that when you do our, <coughs> our people. Tell them where you heard it. And for that matter, just when you, when you just look them up and see what's going on and uh, maybe leave a message or whatever. And, and again, we I can't tell you how much we appreciate uh, you know our, our sponsors because this is it. I mean, you know, we're really, you know, at this some point I got to get a job. You know, so so we really, I mean, we, we really, we really. You know, we say that, but what kind of jobs are we qualified for? Well, I, I mean, you we're know, I thought about the other day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, here's my resume. Uh, I have no skills. Uh, you don't want to know my medical background. <laughs> What's that? I can't hear you either. We're easily trainable. I can't answer the phone. We can do a lot of different stuff. Oh, I can, you know, I could carry an ammo belt. I could drive a, a dump truck, you know. I mean, you know, I used to drive a milk truck. They still have data transcribers. <laughs> uh, Work from home. Yeah, yeah, coding. I should try coding. Coding. <laughs> Who needs a code? Oh, my God. It's like, uh, what's the movie with uh, Robert De Niro uh, where he's the mobster guy? Well, that really narrows it Goodfellas? down. Goodfellas? No, the later one with uh, oh, the casino. shrink. Billy Crystal. Casino. Yeah, yeah. Remember he's no, trying to sell? No, Billy Crystal. Oh. Analyze this. Analyze this. Oh, yeah. He's oh, that's trying, a funny yeah, movie. Yeah, he's, uh, trying, movie. he's selling cars. He's like, well, we went for a ride. You said you like it. Why don't you buy the fucking car? <laughs> <laughs> We've been dancing around this bullshit. Now you don't. Now you don't want to buy the car. <laughs> that was a funny movie. Was I a funny movie. how funny that movie was. Yeah. When he's slapping around Vito or whatever. Yeah. Billy Crystal or, jumps up, yeah, starts slapping the monster. <laughs> and then he would just be like, "You, you, <laughs> you, you, you too much, you." <laughs> 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 I had forgotten that one. That was a very funny movie. Uh, the Braves went to the White House today. As we dropped this podcast, it's Monday afternoon, and so we I didn't we get to see them, but they were at the White House before the game. It was a three-game series tonight with the Nationals. Um, and uh, I did hear uh, uh, President Pedophile was saying uh, – well, the United Braves, uh, they've had the only baseball team in America that's played every day for 150 years. The United Braves, they, they, we love Atlanta. Atlanta's a great sports town because the Atlanta Braves, hey, hey, oh, uh, oh, great. So the teleprompter was working. Where's the door? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess everybody went. And again, you know, our, our uh, the manager very clearly said, that what an honor this would be to it go to the White House. I'll remember it the rest of my life, as it should be. I mean, just to go there. I mean, I'd love to get a tour of the White House. You know, I did when I was a uh, kid. You all right over there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I went as a kid. I remember did standing, you? I remember we stood in line. Yeah, I've kid. seen it, but I've never I've never been in it. I've been to the Capitol. We lived there. I had a, uh, I had a tour with Lindy Boggs. The congressman that who died in the plane of desperate plane crash, and his wife became elected to Congress. Uh, he was killed in the Alaska hunting trip, and uh, Lindy Boggs became congresswoman, and she gave me a personal tour. The uh, <coughs> what are you uh, saying? But, but uh, I saw, I saw. Actually, she told me a secret. She told, she showed me the place where outside uh, it was either the Senate chamber or the House chamber. I'm so right. There's one little spot on the floor uh, within two or three feet of a certain part of the wall that kind of curves a little bit. If you stand there, you can hear everything. Mm -hmm. 
And it's one of those, you know, everybody knows it's a secret, but she actually showed it to me, and I went, oh, my God, you really can. And it was, it was just one of those kind of, you know, I mean, it's the freaking capital, you know, the, the White House, the Capitol. What, what it used to mean to me anymore. I, not doesn't. anymore. I'm totally, you know, I could give a damn. In there. If someone asked me to go, you know, please. It's so corrupt now. Yeah. In fact, we'll talk about it. Uh, literally, we're at the end of the, the Republic, the Roman Republic, and we're waiting for a Caesar. And we had kind of one in Trump. But we're waiting for someone to come along. I was reading that Vanity Fair article about yeah. the liberal guy who went to all these very young new wave conservatives who live in New York, by the way. They're very brave. Yeah. And basically talking about the new wave that's coming in the next 10, 20 years, that it's like it's cool now to be conservative. Yeah. And to have want family values and everything. Well, look what just happened in Italy. That the woman, and of course, they're the, claiming now that she's the New York a, Times, BBC, oh and doing what they did in Sweden two <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. She's a Nazi. That they're all Nazi. They yeah. call Which them of course Nazis. Are leftists, but yeah, yeah. And anything that's on the right that wants God and family and country first, they're right wing, far right. They call yeah. them far right, and they did it to Sweden two weeks ago. And now they're doing it to this label woman it. in Italy. The first thing you do they're is Nazis. label your enemy. Fasc- that fascism. The Atlantic says fascism returns to Italy. That is not true. Yeah, it's not even close. But you know what? It's a label. It's, it's going to work. It's preferable to the damn Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was the thing in the whole article, basically, and it's from a liberal writer saying that they're waiting for their Caesar. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this uh, creepy scumbag we have that the uh, you Democrats allowed to hide in his base. You know, when, when I look back at the entire campaign, remember how he'd come out, make a statement, and then turn his back on the press and just disappear again. And, and I kept saying, why, why, why are you doing How could you allow this? Why are you, you know, and it worked. It worked It worked brilliantly and perfectly it, with big tech and the media and the Democrats all in cahoots, and it worked, and it was, and, and the DOJ and the FBI and everything else, it was perfect. Uh, and now, uh, Flounder, did you, you find that soundbite of uh, President Child Molester we were talking about? Uh, he, if this isn't creepy, I, I mean, it happened the other day. Uh, he was uh, giving a speech to the National Education Association, which, by the way, did you see Tucker the other night has done a couple of days stories on this? The National Education Association actually has a secret coding system in their literature where teachers who want to enable children to change their genders and go to uh, gender reaffirming or altering websites and kinky websites involving sadomasochism. And, and we were talking about the issue of children learning about things like sodomy and all this kind of stuff and the the national education association the most powerful union in the world and the biggest teachers union uh has secret coded websites for teachers to get to to tell their kids and tucker carlson uh, outed them with uh, showing the the the, uh, the moniker showing the, the the trademark thing for it how they do it that's that's the national education association yeah, I mean, I, I, secret coding Teacher. systems for, for, for sadomasochism and bondage and stuff. Are you kidding me? We're not kidding you. So he's given a speech to him. And this is, you know, President Sleazebag, uh, the kid sniffer. Uh, and he uh, interrupts his mar- remarks on climate change and uh, spots somebody in the crowd. Flounder, have you got that soundbite here? Let, uh, check this out if you haven't heard it. Incredible. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Got to say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Uh, really? And out in the open. They're just out in the open now with she it. She was 12 and I was 30. 
How, who, who, and then this woman really helped me along the way. Um, how can how can he think that's funny? Uh, comments as dementia progresses, patients lose more of their filter and tend to blurt out the truth. Um, uh, you know the right wingers are going to tweet, "Did he sniff her hair?" Uh, why Biden frustrates handlers. You know the right-wingers are going to do this, don't you? Uh, Miranda Devine, is there any exculpatory context to this in any way? Do Democrats really think this is normal? Is there any possible explanation for why he would look at this woman and think about when she was 12 years old and he was 30? I mean, come, holy God. I mean, why isn't a lightning bolt just sizzling the whole freaking bunch of them? I mean, honestly, I I can't believe it. If Trump was talking about young girls like that. Oh, my God. Remember when Trump said, oh, my daughter, she's beautiful. You know, too bad I can't date her. Remember, he was making a joke about how beautiful Ivanka is. And they went nuts, called him a child molester for years at one of their uh, beginning of their attacks on him. Uh, Anybody mention this at all except Fox News and us? Anybody? Talk about a pervert. Holy God. I mean, honestly. He's a pedophile, in our opinion. He's a child molester. And there was a picture in social media, and I don't know whether it was photoshopped, of him with a young girl on his knee, a a young blonde girl. It looked about 12. It was was one of the reactions. Is that the one they put up every now and then that said that Jill was his babysitter? Is that the same one? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, oh, my God. But again, I mean, I, 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 I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Well, no, open, rea- no reaction, no nothing. Nobody cares. They're, they're openly for pedophiles. They're, ca- they're calling it what? Uh, they oh, call it something else now uh, these days. Uh, yeah, uh, flexible. Uh, well, not grooming. That it's uh, No, it's uh, the uh, ability uh, to allow young youth people attracted. to have sex, too. Youth yeah. attracted or something Yeah, like, youth attracted. Uh, some, youth attracted. Yeah, I think, that's what, I think that's what it is. Youth attracted. No, I don't think Youth attracted. Well, I think you're close. You could probably Google it. <laughs> really in some way to look. <laughs> anyway, I mean. Freaking child molester. What? What's that? I thought it was grooming. Well, grooming is uh, is the thing, but but now there's uh, minor minor attracted. I think is what they call it. Minor attracted person. A map. A map. A minor attracted person. Yeah, Uh, which is now supposedly be considered normal. That it's you know. uh, And and, and by the way, the the Mamba people. This is going back thirty years now that I remember talking about the man man boy love association. North American man. (laughs) Namba. Yeah. they were trying to justify it by saying, well, you know, children uh, need loving, too. I mean, they, ha- they feel love and affection, too. So you know, if, you, if you treat it normally, then you're not scaring anybody. But, oh, my God. Anyway. Bobbies I mean, are, yeah, that they, age I mean, are not meant for that. No, no. Uh, please. I mean, who, who thought anything involving a kid under 18 is ever allowed in America? Because that's, you know, you, you can't get a drink when you're 18. You can go to war, uh, but you can't make a contract. You can't get a tattoo. You can't do a lot of things. You can't. I mean, my God. Anyway. I'm saying if I ever came across a minor attractive person doing something to a child, I'm going to put a bullet in the back yes. of your brain case, yeah. and I'm not even going to talk to you about it. There's, and by the way, they don't change. Okay. Uh, and speaking of people, uh, speaking of uh, uh, the sexless monsters, uh, Michelle Big Mike Obama is coming to Atlanta as part of her I Hate America tour. Uh, she's uh, the Fox uh, Theater is going to be uh, apparently having the devil guarded from uh, people who's uh, having the Lord uh, shoot down a couple of lightning bolts when she shows up. The worst first lady, America, the most divisive, hateful first lady America, America's ever had. And they used to complain about Nancy Reagan being cold. 
you know, that she, you know, she ran Ronnie, you know, and she was an astrology nut and she was kind of cold and, you know, let, let him eat cake, you know, just say no. You know, remember, they used to make fun of Nancy Reagan, but Michelle Obama's the nastiest first wig lady we've ever had ever. Uh, she apparently is, uh, uh, is going to be talking about how much she hates America and how dangerous Republicans are. Uh, I hope, I, and I, you sent the picture. Didn't nobody made much uh, a big deal about it of them parking their car uh, uh, to go see their daughters at a restaurant in Los Angeles in a handicap spot for two hours. It was a secret service. Yeah, yeah they just took the spot. And handicap back, of spots. course, they backed in uh, yeah, to the flight. And then, you know, told everybody, get out, just, uh, just for shoe, two hours. Shoe, yeah, two, two hours. hours. Yeah. So he could eat sushi inside. You know, my daughter has a handicap sticker because she needs a walker. <clears throat> you know, she she has trouble getting around. The rules are not for and, him. And I, and I tell you this, whenever I, if I, and I do it, I do it every time. If I see a guy pulling in or out of a handicap spot and he's not handicapped, if he walks to the car, gets in the car, and, uh, you know, or gets out of the car and walks into the supermarket and he's in the handicap spot, I stop him. I got one not long ago. You got to look at the back of the car and the front, though, because you, that sign could be anywhere. Oh, no, I, I was made, yeah, it was a handicap plate. And, and his excuse is, well, imagine? my wife, he said, my excuse is, hey. he said, my wife's handicapped. I said, uh, too she bad there? she's not here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with you right yeah, now? Exactly. <laughs> and so, and, and, and I said, are you going to give me some shit now? And he said, are we going to call a cop? I said, I'll do a lot more than that, you little son of a bitch. <laughs> That's when he freaking flees into Publix. Yeah. Little scumbag. Well, the you say. My wife's handicapped. You just look at him and go, do you want to join her? <laughs> I can help you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, that's right. But again, you know, that's I, why do, a camera I take that crew shit needs seriously. to follow you around. <laughs> you should, the documentary is just a 30 for 30. We follow you around. Uh, the whole incident it. with the change, with the girl. I mean, it's priceless. <laughs> Your life is priceless. Oh, what can I tell you? Uh, by the way, oh, speaking of, of the gender things, uh, have you also, uh, Tucker's been doing this for a couple years, Tucker Carlson on the show, children's hospitals, and they got, they have them on tape, people inter- doing interviews, calling children's hospitals. His producers were called children's hospital in Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, Brigham Young or something, or what's the one, in, a famous one in Boston, um, uh, the famous research hospitals in Boston and, and Minneapolis, Johns Hopkins, all, Johns Hopkins, all Baltimore. Yeah, uh, and, and, they, and a lady would call and say, uh, "My uh, my son uh, is thinking about uh, ch- uh, we want to uh, help him change genders, uh, and we're wondering if you have a program." He says, and the girl on the phone being interviewed on the phone from the hospital says, "Oh yeah, we have a special set. We have a, a special uh, adolescent gender uh, switching section, uh, and what we do is we first set you up with some psychology." and doctors and we can uh, we, we can provide some gender changing drugs first of which we, uh, we think is the first best step and, a, and the mother says well but uh, would you can you actually do the surgery there and she says how old is she, she says 14 uh, well yeah but under special circumstances we can you know if we meet with a doctor anyway they're describing how they're how they're willing to change the gender of children if the parents say it's okay and they and and it was one, he had one example of a woman saying, "Well, if your son is, I think the kid was nine. The girl faking lying, saying my son is nine or ten, and is concerned about his changing his gender, and they were willing to start giving him drugs." I, know. <laughs> I mean, you've got to be. I can't believe you, this. You can only hope that these poor kids, and there's so many of them. 
the stories are coming out about they want to detransition after their lives have been ruined. I can only hope oh, that at some point they kill their parents. I mean, it's forever. That what, they I, kill. They're them. literally getting mastectomies at fourteen. Girls, uh, Tucker Carlson put the ten members of the board of directors I of know. one of the. Uh, uh, for the here, here they are, people. We well, have the doctors on TikTok laughing and dancing and doing songs uh, yeah. and routines, yeah. showing what they what the services they do, and then they show the poor little girls with these scars that they'll have for the rest of their lives. Uh, it's. So let's add the doctors to it's, the it's uh, to the, the parents it, thing too. It's it's freaking devils, man. I mean, it's 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 a devil's workshop. Um, uh, coming up, I want to talk about how, uh, more hate against Republicans and uh, basic Americans. Also, uh, Stakey, the uh, Kool-Aid monster, uh, got caught once again. <laughs> uh, and our former idiot mayor, uh, plus the, 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 the former royals are getting roasted in uh, Britain as we move along. Also, I, want, I definitely want to talk a lot of sports stuff to talk about here, so I want to uh, get moving. Uh, another bragging about some of our sponsors here, including Swap My Whip. You're driving along, you see a car you've always wanted, maybe a few years old, and you think, man, I've always wanted that car. I wonder if I could ever find one. Well, guess what? Go to SwapMyWhip.com. Whip is colloquial for a ride. SwapMyWhip.com. And you may well find like-minded car owners. Don't have to deal with dealerships. Use car salesmen, middlemen, uh, people who are saying, hey, I've got this for a car. What do you have? Uh, Maybe we can work out our own swap or anything. What a great idea. I mean, think about it. And just, all you have to do is just check it out. And, and, you're, and I mean, probably you, you might find something you, you think, oh, my God, I forgot about it. I've always wanted one of those uh, Camaros or whatever it was. I mean, uh, I mean, what a great freaking idea. Swapmywhip.com. Avoid all the nonsense and middlemen and stuff. And it's not just cars, trucks, boats, jet skis, uh, off-road vehicles. I mean, check it out. Swapmywhip.com. Dot com And don't forget, if you use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, it's 180 days of free premium listings on SwapMyWhip.com. What a great idea, SwapMyWhip.com. Yeah, here's, here's a headline in the New York Times. More trans teens are choosing top surgery. Oh. That's what they're calling it, top surgery, which means they cut the breast off. Oh. And they have one of these. Top uh, surgery, that's top. what they, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And they have a doctor here, a good look. That's always these good-looking young blonde doctors. Yeah. And she has a sign on the wall, of course, has Black Lives Matter and all the woke uh, little symbols and slogans there. And we'll also cut your dick off and we'll also cut your tits off. I mean, For money, of course. For money. Oh, I mean, there are some things that are just so wrong. Did you, have you heard about that girl, Chloe Cole? Yeah, I'm following her on is Twitter that, now. Is that, yeah, so MTG, Margie Taylor Green, uh, oh, yeah. had a press conference, and she transitioned when she was a child, and she talks about the regrets and how she regrets doing it and how she never should have done it. And How, how could it ever be allowed? You, just, you have the right to say, no, you're not 18. If you're 18 and you're still an idiot, you can do what you want, but it'll be legal unless we find you're mentally insane and we'll go to a court to try to get you declared. Yeah. But generally speaking, all you have to say is, no, you're not 18. You can't do it until you're 18. Period. They, and it take, and parents, you can say, golly, you know, I'd love to have you chop off your breasts, honey, but you know, you got to wait till you're 18. Can you just wait till you're 18? I don't know, maybe, you know, take up a hobby or do something different or learn how to How about being a, a lesbian? Yeah, you could be a lesbian. How about just changing your whole uh, sexual... Uh, try, give it a try. Give it a try. See how you like where, sodomy where, where instead Where are the of gay sex. groups? They are literally, they are literally ending gay people by doing this. 
you know, and again, it's 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 not real. I mean, it's not. It, it, you have to you have to make it happen. It's a so, mental illness. It's, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. It should never be. You could just say, "I'm sorry." Eighteen is the rule, and then you know, then you're then you're still gonna have a problem when they're eighteen. But then you know, at least they have the right to do it. Then Unless you'll know you what you are. Yeah. You'll know whether you want to be this or that or what sexuality and, and or long, that's still the That's still the law, you know, until you're not an adult to be able to do adult things until you're 18. <laughs> Elect me and that's going to be the And if you law. can go to war and kill or be killed, then you ought to be able to have your boobs cut off if you want too. to. And drink a beer, but they won't. You, you see, that's why we used to go across the state you line. You can't drink a beer, but yeah. you can you cut can, your blanks off. Yeah, or uh, get killed, yeah, in combat, yeah. But you can't have a beer to celebrate. Or rent a car. <laughs> you can't rent a car for seven years after you've killed somebody well, in, in the be. Marines. <laughs> no, I mean you can, you're allowed to kill somebody to be killed when you're seven, when you're eighteen, oh, okay. but you can't rent a car till you're twenty-five. I thought you meant if you killed someone in your car, they don't let you <laughs> no, drive you for get, seven years. No, that's only if you're a Democrat and you're running over. And by the way, there's uh, I can't even still believe that story. Uh, where is the where's the George Floyd media reaction to a teenage boy getting run over and murdered by a Democrat political uh, activist to kill somebody because of his political uh, beliefs? The, the latest is that there really wasn't all that politics going on uh, that he was just mad at it. right well but but that even that makes it even worse that he you he actually said those words though which means he made it up which means it was in his head where did he get in his head that he could use the excuse that he would have the ability and the legal excuse to kill a teenager because the teenager was a threat because joe biden said the so. president told Ta-da. me Ta-da. it's even worse that it wasn't true because it means he had in his head, he already had the excuse that it was legitimate. It's a reason to kill somebody. Is because what these Democrats have been saying, including uh, Keisha Bang Bong Bottom. So that's who's, what's that? So that's first degree murder. It's for it's premeditated murder. Yeah. Intent. Uh, no matter what, and, and as far as I'm concerned, President Pedophile uh, should be charged as an accessory to murder. He should be impeached immediately, and, and, so, and same with Carmela and the whole bunch of them. But anyway, uh, again, uh, Keisha Bong Bottoms, the failed Democrat leader of Atlanta that let the city burn, let the riots happen, let the Rayshard Brooks case. She said, oh, no, let him, let him take care of Wendy's. Remember, she said, yeah. you know, let the, let the people stay there and protest because that'll be a lot safer if we just let them have their way. Of course, then they murdered a little girl while they were doing that and burned down the Wendy's. But, you know, that's that's really no it's problem. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it's Atlanta, uh, which now has a higher crime rate than Chicago. Have you heard that again? Atlanta has a higher I'm, crime I'm rate twice, than though. Chicago. I, I, I love saying it because you should know this. Don't come here. I mean, don't, don't, no, I mean, don't really. come here. No. Uh, anyway, so Bong Bottoms, the failed mayor, who was so bad, like Pete mentioned, she quit before her term was up, saying, I'm not running again, by the way. I can't take this. She's a this. quitter. Yeah. Uh, she destroyed the city, and now she's trying to destroy America. She got, she got failed up as, to become a White House advisor because she clicked off that she was black and female. Uh, she is now continuing the uh, Biden pattern of attacking Republicans, claiming that we are a threat to the country. Uh, she said Democrats and Republicans and independents should all be concerned about this threat. 
uh, by MAGA Republicans that give no consideration to the rule of law, no respect for a woman's right to choose, want to defund the FBI. We want to get rid of the FBI and start over. Uh, there's a, she said, there's a MAGA Republican agenda that thought it was okay to attack our nation's capital January 6th. Honey, if that was an attack, you have no idea. Um, she, we think it's important for all of us who care about the United States to call out what we see. What we see is this agenda to disrupt our democracy. It'll be important enough to call out any effort there is to destroy the United States of America. Uh, President Biden's been clear about wanting to work in an effort to uh, blame Trump supporters for claiming we have no agenda, that no respect for the Constitution for free and fair elections. Uh, It's important that not just me, for all of us to call it out for what it is. It is a danger to our democracy, and the Republicans are a danger to our way of life. Danger. Kiss my ass. Come and, you know... All right, if I'm the enemy, you know where. Come and get me. I swear to God, I get so freaking mad about this. They're trying, they're calling me the enemy. I, I mean, I... I, I you start I, acting like one, too. I'll tell you, I'm re- I, 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 I mean, I can't believe it. And they're doubling down. You think your little FBI is going to stand in your way? Uh, the uh, FBI. They, they, oh they really God. think their little FBI is going to fix things for uh, them. Well, uh, let's talk about this. I, I was going to save this to the end. Uh, this uh, Just a, another quick mention. I wasn't even going to uh, say it, but it just it happened again. Dozens of FBI agents stormed the house of a very well-known Catholic activist who uh, whose uh, his, his name is uh, somebody Hauk something or other uh, Ryan Hauk um, and he's a, a Democrat or he's a, a Catholic activist and he goes to abortion clinics and tries to talk people out of it. Well, at one time he went to an abortion clinic he's in Pennsylvania. He went to an abortion clinic. Uh, one of the abortion guys got, at uh, the Planned Parenthood got up in his face and was rushing him and rushing him and got right up in his face. So the guy pushed him back, pushed him away. The, the, uh, the guy who charged the Catholic fell. Okay, so the police came. He was arrested. The DA says, no, we're not going to charge him. So the charges were dropped. Nothing ever happened. There was nothing about it. The, nobody else did anything. The guy didn't sue. Da, da, da. All of a sudden, the FBI storms this guy's house with as many as 30 heavily armed FBI agents for this pro-life author and well-respected Catholic leader with weapons drawn. His wife says they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and pointed throughout the house. The kids were all just screaming. It was a complete nightmare. Uh, It was very scary, very traumatic. They have an open staircase, so the kids were on the top of the staircase crying and screaming as the FBI agents with guns pointed at them uh, were screaming and yelling, surrender, surrender, you're under arrest. The whole business is what they did uh, because uh, some guy confronted his kid outside a, 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 an abortion clinic. Um, uh, the, I don't know the, what they worried about. They didn't have their fingers on the uh, trigger. Right. Mark, uh, yeah. Well, Mark, uh, how pleaded with the FBI agents before he even opened the door. He said, please, I'm opening the door, but my kids are in the house. I have seven babies in the house. The agents screamed and yelled, pointed their guns at the children, up, instructed them to go upstairs. The kids were screaming. It was very traumatic. And the wife says, wait a minute, have you got a warrant? And the guy says, well, I got one in the car. He says, well, then you're kidnapping my husband. 
So the FBI agent had to go to the car and actually get the warrant. He said, he said we're going to take him whether they have a warrant or not. They accused him of kidnapping her husband. They presented her with the first page of the warrant, which showed he was charged with the FACE Act, which is getting in, uh, standing in front of someone. If you block someone at an agency, you're interrupting their right to do their business, and it's a federal freaking crime. <coughs> So the FBI, now the FBI claimed this was at seven o'clock in the morning. So it's, you know, dusk or I mean, I mean, dawn, you know, it's dark and nothing and house is just waking up. Okay. Seven o'clock in the morning, the FBI claims, oh no, they've got it all wrong. There was, there were not 25 or 30 agents. There were 20. There were only like 20. And, and as soon as he was arrested, they stopped pointing their guns. So they, uh, ooh, so let me get this straight. So 20, I'm sorry. I'm so, I mean, I, I, I hate these freaking Nazis. I hate them all. I hate them all. I hate them. I can't believe the FBI agents would go, would do it. Again, the charges against him were dropped. He was not charged. But this crime became a federal case under the FBI. Why did the FBI, and, and Merrick Garland decided to make this a federal case out of it. Gee, I wonder why. Especially, and, and the FBI defends it by saying, well, you know, they didn't even, they, as soon as he was in chains, and by the way, they chained him in the waist so he couldn't even move his hands. Uh, because he was so dangerous in front of his Remember children. Remember when this happened two, three years ago in yeah. Canada? And we go, well, that couldn't yeah, happen that, here. That, that, yep, that's right. Now we, you don't have a right to defend. You have a gun in Canada. Read your book of Revelation. Yeah. This is uh, all, all, all yeah. been written before. And one more, one more point about this, about those FBI agents. Let's all remember, the FBI, as far as I understand it, has not made one single arrest in all those fire bombings and the bombs and damage that they caused at the pro-life headquarters and clinics not one arrest nobody's been you know sacked out of their house in chains uh for firebombing uh, of that guy's property i mean it's, it, this is just if you don't think this is a one-sided attack by the fbi how is it possible that you fbi agents are storming out of the building saying i can't do they're this paid. they're getting paid good money we're paying them good money to do this <sighs> I, it's wrong in every way. It's wrong in every they're, they're way. They're just it's like a the disgrace. When they caught the Germans, they said, "Why did you do it? We were just following orders." Yeah. That doesn't. Not since Nuremberg right. does that work, FBI. Right. That and there will be a reckoning, and it'll yeah. be your asses on the line. Yeah. I mean, it, it is so. It was so. It is so clearly one-sided. Again, the charges were dropped. He was not charged with a crime for he's defending Catholic. his 12-year-old his son. His crime is that he's pro-life and he's Catholic. Yeah, and his son, 12-year-old son, he was protecting his 12-year-old son from this guy charging him and, this and is, pushed him. The other thing, Protestants, uh, and Jewish people, Hindu, Sikh, what, what, Muslim, whatever, if you believe in your God and family and country, these people are the Antichrist yeah. types. Well, they, we got to join together. We shouldn't be fighting amongst our, each other. They are the enemy, not us. Over the weekend, Hillary Rodham Peace to Fart Cabbage was on TV saying, well, now, you know, uh, we saw the Trump rally the other night. And all those Republicans, you know, she said, it reminds me of the Hitler rallies. It reminds me of Hitler when all those all those people in the crowd were were raising. Oh yeah, we have, we have a little soundbite of Hillary around. It's a prayer thing. It's not a yeah. right. no, 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 no. I'm sorry, Pete. We're all Nazis, and we're it's a Nazi salute listening to Trump. Here, here she is. I remember as a as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically. Um, 
drawn in by Hitler. How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? We saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. I thought, what is going on? So there is a uh, real pressure, and I think, I think it is fair to say we're in a struggle between democracy and autocracy. <laughs> you know, I hate her. I, I just, I you hate her. You still lost to him, her. bitch. You still lost to him. <sighs> I just, I, they're, I they're doing, it's, there's a different, there's, you raise your hand in a prayer or something like that. They're, New York Times is literally calling people who do this Nazis yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't you remember, you know, are you with me? Amen. Are you with me? Yeah, in you raise your hand to the Lord. Yeah. You're not doing this. Yeah. You're yeah. doing this. It's not a Nazi. I mean, my God, I hate her. I, I, I really, I, I hate her. I hate her. them all to the point of ugliness. I, I hate the fact that nobody's calling them out. How, how could nobody be? Bill Maher. Bill Maher is one of the few, you know, you know, sensible liberals who's saying, you know, people are going a little too far here. But, I, but I, I mean, I've never, I, I can't believe it. They, what they don't understand is that Hitler, uh, history does this. Yeah. yeah. And when it swings back, it swings back twice as far as it went the other way. Well, every single time. Well, we're ready. I'm ready. Uh, look what's happening in Sweden. Look what's happening in Italy. Look what's happening with the farmers' protest. They just had on. to vote on whether to allow farmers to use tractors or something. Over, do I understand this correctly? It, they're what killing the, the food supply. ESG business or something. They're killing the food supply. Jeez, people, what's up, what are they thinking? They th- they don't think we're not going to take <clears throat> these four hundred million guns and go get the food. They think they can they can buy all the farmland in middle America and then put a fence around it well, and have their FBI agents stand there and Gates, that's going to stop us? Isn't Gates buying up all the... Yeah, uh, that and the Chinese. And the Chinese you think are that's buying up stop all, the, us? all the farmland. You, you ever heard of nationalization? How about peopleization? We just go and take it. Holy Who's going to stop us? The little FBI uh, pussies? I, I'll tell you. I mean, we're, I think we're, we're, we're in big trouble. Um. God, I gotta get. I've got so much stuff here to talk about today. <laughs> you see, and I'm well, not. We had a list by now. We're gonna. Be. You, you, uh, you, I know you saw this too. Uh, our friends at the Babylon Bee and our correspondent Mike <laughs> Hunt. Uh, I finally caught uh, Stakey uh, Abraham. Uh, she now claims that obesity is just numbers manufactured by her bathroom scale. Uh, I don't know whether you saw the story, but she says in the same way that the uh, patriarchy invented sonograms with fake heartbeat sounds to force women to fall in love with their unborn children against their will, bathroom scales were also created by the patriarchy to control women's bodies, said Stakey. Obesity isn't real, but a system of oppression. It's time to dismantle it. The incumbent governor, she's governor of Georgia, incumbent governor's remarks are already being praised as so brave and super scientific by members of the body positivity movement who have not yet succumbed to diabetes and heart disease. (laughs) By the way, uh, continuing, there are eight ways now besides heartbeats that women are tricked into thinking babies are alive. Yes, one, baby pictures, an obvious ploy to maintain the nefarious lie that all living humans started off as babies. What a crock. Two, morning sickness, another brilliant construct of the patriarchy, where men secretly add small amounts of poison to a woman's daily coffee. Three, ultrasound videos, all those things showing babies responding to their voice are deep fakes. 
Four, weight gain. Five, genetic testing. Uh, the field of genetics is a complete fraud. Six, feeling the baby move. Nothing more than Taco Bell you ate for lunch. Uh, crying when the baby is born. Ha! That's the sound of the nurse weeping because of how ugly a little blob of cells is. <laughs> it goes... <laughs> A couple of other quick headlines from our friends, by the way, as long as we're on it. Um, uh, Oh, in a continued push for gender neutrality, Air Force has now removed all the flight control sticks from planes because they look like penises, apparently. Um, White House promises to walk back Biden's statements once their code breakers decipher them. Uh, White House staff to fit Joe with a jingle bell collar so they can find him when he wanders off. Anyway, uh... (laughs) <laughs> just for the record uh, one more uh, thing mm-hmm. about our friends from uh, the former friends from the royal family um, in fact I've no- there have been a lot of uh, articles and I really I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it but there have been several articles recently you know, over the last several days since the queen died about what uh, King Charlie is going to do now whether he should welcome them back the, the Harry and Meghan back into the royal family's arms uh, give them an opening. See what you know. There's kind of talk about what you know what the future holds for the basic the issue of the royal family. Well, apparently, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan uh, are not too well remembered by their uh, team over in England. The former staffers who worked on their uh, Harry and Meghan's team before they stepped down as senior royals, the staffers called themselves the Sussex Survivors Club because of the difficulties in dealing with them. Uh, the Duchess was called a narcissistic sociopath. <laughs> uh, one guy writes that Kensington Palace was in a panic after Meghan abruptly left a 15-minute meeting at a markets, marketplace in Fiji for a project to help women that was run by a group of UN women. Meghan left after a few minutes and claimed it was because of crowd issues. Later emerged she didn't want to be associated with those UN women. Uh, she said, I can't believe they put me in this situation, uh, prompting a staffer to call her nuts. And the situation insane. Later, the Duchess was seen in a bar in a car crying when they drove her away. Um, she was rushed from the marketplace. I mean, what a, what a high maintenance. I mean, oh, my no God. Talent. Uh, she said she felt suicidal in her first years of oh, her marriage. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor princess. Poor, poor rich There's actress. There's ways to deal with that. Princess. <laughs> Even her most heartfelt pleas for help were part of a deliberate strategy to leave royal life, they said. Everyone knew the institution would be judged by her happiness. The mistake they made was thinking that she wanted to be happy. She wanted to be rejected because she was obsessed with that narrative from day one about being rejected by the palace. They were played by the Duchess. No one knew what to do with her alleged bullying. When someone decides not to be civil, they have no idea what to do. They were run over by her and then run over by Harry. Uh, they saw them as uh, bureaucratic. Harry used to send them horrible emails. I mean, it goes on and on. <laughs> well, she all. saw the, how popular Diana got by bucking the, the uh, Buckingham yeah. Palace, and that's what she wanted to follow. I don't. I don't. I don't even know if I think it's just her personality. I think she. Yeah, she's a rolling bitch on wheels yeah. too. I mean, she's just a freaking handful. 
I mean, she, she's with a snapper that you know that works for him. I guess. <laughs> well, uh, you must do something well. Kimmer Reads brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. That's right, FarmhousePrintingCo.com. Any kind of shirt or hat or sign or promotion items, no minimum order, none. You can do a one or a thousand, doesn't matter. No setup fees. They got laser engraving for all the really big stuff. Oh, it's good stuff. The small stuff too, leather goods, whatever. It's FarmhousePrintingCo.com. All your Kimmer show needs. All your holy crap and sports needs, whatever you need, farmhouseprintingco.com. We love these people, and I've got a whole bunch of things I'm ordering from Eric and the gang up there at uh, farmhouseprintingco.com, too. Uh, a couple of things again, uh, you, we're going to talk sports here in a second. Uh, Nurse Ratchet died at the uh, age of 88. Um, Louise Fletcher, best known for playing the n- villain nurse, Nurse Ratchet, in the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest from 1975. She was 88 years old, died at her home in Mandrelas, southern France. Um, it says no cause of death. She was 88, for God. No cause of death. You know, 88 is pretty... breathing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jealous husband or something. I don't know. Um, uh, she played uh, Randall McMurphy, McMurphy, who played by Jack Nicholson. Will Sampson was in it. Da- Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd were patients. It was a Milos Forman film. Brad adapted. Dorf was in it, too. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Uh, it swept up the Oscar awards, uh, the, all the categories, best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and best screenplay. It's a hard movie to watch. Hard movie to watch. And Fletcher said, uh, when she won her Oscar, she said, I loved being hated by you. <laughs> and, and again, really, and, I mean, she was in a whole bunch of things after that, but she was known for that. I much of what she did besides that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to move right along. A couple of uh, quick sports things here, Pete. Um, uh, well, first of all, you uh, holy crap at sports, uh, best sports cast podcast in America coming up a little later on today. Uh, they fired uh, Collins, a coach, and the AD at Georgia Tech football. Um, any, any surprise there at no. this point? In the- it should have done it two weeks ago. Should have done yeah. it after Ole Miss came in here and yeah. shut them out. Uh, two quick things here I wanted to, I, that are in here that I wanted to we mention. We gave up 27 too. points to Tulsa at home, yeah. but we shut out Georgia Tech here. Yeah. Uh, I won't mention the kid's name because he's having enough trouble as it is. Uh, one of the defensive starters for the Georgia Bulldogs in jail for DUI. <laughs> his name. But here's uh, here, well, here's what happened. Uh, well, four o'clock in the morning. What, what okay? happened was four o'clock in the morning. All right. Uh, he was pulled over by UGA police. Uh-huh. So he knows where he is, 4 o'clock in the morning on campus, charged with five offensives. No license, improper turn, no maintenance. He was all over the lane. Dialing and play, uh, talking on a cell phone at the time, and no headlights. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you have no headlights. You're on the phone. You're sweeping. You're swerving and swerving and sweeping, or whatever they call it, uh, and, and no license. Camera. This is all part of his NIL deal. <laughs> they, they, he, he got permission for all of this. Apparently, and I mean, what are you thinking, an idiot? I mean, how stupid That's can stu- you be? Well, he's got to be hiring a kite. He's got to be. But, jeez, I mean, come. I know his, his alcohol content was 0.02. I thought he was carrying but, too. But, well, no. He, uh, if you're under 21, you're, uh, do you, you break the law. And he's under 21. So no matter what his, what his uh, take was on a DUI thing, it's DUI. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a jailable if I take it right to the clink. Gosh, he may be suspended for an entire quarter of this. Yeah, <laughs> if I miss a couple of a couple of series. <laughs> anyway, I, mean, I, wanted, I only mentioned it because that, that's just stupid. That's that just, just I mean, kid. you know, if you, you know, I mean, four o'clock in the morning with no headlights and you're weaving. Anyway, son, uh, fat, uh, drunk, and stupid. There's no way to go through yeah. life. And one, 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 one last What's thing. That's supposed to mean? Uh, how do you feel about Rihanna doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl? Who gives Bowl? a shit? I, well, I at could, least they have someone we've heard of. Well, let's. But here, I, I'd forgotten. I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, remember last I know year name, it was all but, the old rapper yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, but again, you're never going to see the Beach Boys and the Johnny well, Cash singers. Dead. or something. No, we don't yeah. see them. I uh, can't believe what would be. I mean, I guess what would be a cool like the Foo Fighters, Pearl. I mean, what would be a good. I've, rock I've show never today. enjoyed well, it. I've never watched a halftime show because yeah, I don't care about stupid. watching. You know who the Prince did a great. Yes, one. that that, Prince did that a great and Paul McCartney were the last two real good ones. I, well, I mean, I'd have watched the Beatles or the Stones or the Who somebody, did but, it and uh, yeah. Tom Petty did yeah. it. Yeah, okay, the Stones, didn't the Stones do it? Yeah. once? I mean, I'd watch and so. you know Katy Perry or something maybe. But I, actually, I don't watch the halftime show. I, I have not, yeah, never who, watched. Everyone it. Everyone no goes interest. and watches the commercials and yeah. that's it. No one cares. Uh, anyway, but um, at least she's talented. The reason I mentioned is because remember she turned down the 2019 Super Bowl. She said no. And the reason she it was headlined by Maroon Five ultimately, but she was asked to do the 2019 Super Bowl, and she said no because she supported Colin Kaepernick and his uh, kneeling and his disrespect for America. So screw you, Rihanna. You can uh, well, no one will watch it anyway. Eat me. Yeah. Anyway, there's your there's your sports section no, for there. She's today. got a face that looks like a pug that someone has just smashed her face in. Uh, yeah, she's I, cute, but she that ain't would good be uh, Christopher Brown, Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris yeah, Brown. Yeah, after did, that, yeah, you're right. um, and he's huge did, did right you, now. By the way, did you get the uh, the bad texting text? I say possibility from Mike Summers, my buddy. We're reviewing. We're reviewing. Okay, I'm just. I'm just, just, and I, the I, thing I, about the bad text, though, we want one that you don't know because then you laugh. Okay, well, if I, you know it's coming. Well, but I still I I've forgotten it. By None the time of us you laugh. Do it. If, okay, uh, a couple it. of other sports things here. Don't don't salt. I'm very late already. We got to. Are we late? Yes. No, we're, we started at we're, one, right? Yeah, so we no, got, we we're, over, we're, we're okay. approaching two hours. Yeah, okay. Well, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll start going. Um, college football. Oh, you know, I, it's amazing to me. I can't <laughs> Never believe to you. I can't. I, I can't believe they still let them do it, and I love it. Florida State University, the guy on that Appaloosa or, or the Paint Pinto horse with the spear, and he has the horse rear up, and he slams that spear into the ground and canters off, gallops off, and I, I just makes me tingle, and I'm thinking, I can't believe they let him do it. A spear on horseback galloping on the, okay. I mean, just the whole idea. I, Break your neck, Steve I Reeves. I mean, you know, the spear. What if he hit the horse's hoof or bounced off a rock and slashed his, I mean, a rock. Oh, who There's knows? No rocks out you know, the there could field. be rocks in the field. No rock. I don't know. I'm just, if it's snapped, if it's snapped from force oh and to bring, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm glad I'm telling you, but I can't believe that America allows that to happen. America? Because of these it. assholes running things in water. Washington. It's a Florida state. That's not America. Well, anyway, I love I it. Saw but I can't believe over it. the I forget which team did it. You know, they have the turnover chains and yeah. stupid stuff like that. Yeah. One team had a broadsword that they were waving around oh, on the sideline. Oh, I'm my, thinking a real that's one? a really stupid idea. A real oh. one. 
It was a steel, a steel broadsword. I'm like, who, oh, no, who okayed that? No, that can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Why don't you just give him a Tommy gun? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Spray a couple, the crowd. A couple other things on uh, sports that I, I mentioned. Uh, they fi- they're finally going to stop the Pro Bowl football game. Thank God. Uh, so that makes sense. Oh, I just got a message. I'll bet this is from my uh, appointment for tomorrow. Uh, you have an appointment reserved for a dear thing, 1.30 p.m. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, a couple of quick sports things, which is, you know, nobody wanted to get hurt in the Pro Bowl game. Why no, would you, you know, it was just stupid. Um, I saw, uh, any comment on the Brady versus Rogers, uh, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay? That's <laughs> what Ryan Clark on ESPN this morning said. I would rather watch Vandy play Wake Forest. It was boring as hell. Well, I couldn't believe there was. Well, we didn't get to see it. Yeah, we we had to watch the Falcons and Seahawks. I I had to go to uh, uh, Red Zone. Red Zone. See, I don't have Red Zone. I I had no place to go. I I was forced to watch the Falcons. I know. I can't. And we won. Yeah, and I can't believe it. And I I did see many. Uh, But anyway, I thought I I don't get to wear this T-shirt much. So, uh, but but again, because it makes me look fat. But but again, the ending. I mean, the the end of you know Brady versus Rogers, and it came down to you know it came down to the. I couldn't get the playoff in yeah. time, and they were backed up five twice, yards. Twice, actually. He Stupid. actually twice, but he only got caught once. How does once. that happen? I, because they I, I didn't I shouldn't, see, I shouldn't ever happen. What Especially happened? since they know what they're going to do. I know. It's just stupid. What happened at the end of the Bills game? The Bills game. Oh, you see God. The, Ken, the you Dorsey. see the guy in the coordinator lost the he, he should have been mad because they, oh. they, they, were, they were having heat stroke out there, the Bills, because yeah. they keep them in the sun the whole yeah. time. The Texas used to do that to yeah. their opponents. They'd keep them in the sun the whole time, and they wilted. And Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, just picks up the tablet and slams oh. it down, and then he hits. He throws his headphones down and screams and hollers. Oh. I mean, it was pretty damn funny. Yeah, very, very, very funny. Because he was up in the shade the whole time. Yeah. It was literally over 100 degrees. Um, they were wilting. I, there was one game I was watching. I, I forgot which one it was, where the ref, where the ref got it exactly wrong. In other words, he said, he said uh, penalty, uh, defensive holding, five yards, automatic first down. Excuse me? Uh, hold, on, hold on a second. <clears throat> oh. Offensive holding, <laughs> third and fifteen. <laughs> I mean, it was it was complete. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, how embarrassing is that? <laughs> what I meant was, <laughs> well, there was another game that Tim Brando was doing. I think it was Washington State and Oregon, where the the refs on the field forgot what down it was. They skipped a down, and two plays oh. later. They called down from it. above and said, no, you got to do it over again. And, and Brando and them are going, wait a minute, you can't stop after two plays have gone by. But the rule is, I if, what if the rule you is. miss a down and you catch it before the other team gets the ball back, oh, okay. you can, well, you can go back. That makes sense. But still... That, do you count those it's plays? A do-over. No, I, I'm you, not in the record book the either, yard? I wouldn't think. I don't know. I, no, you got to count those yards gained and everything. You got to. I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. I guess not. But they, it was, I, I'd never seen that before. What a quandary. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then I guess uh, you also, see the, the Dolphins, the kicker. Oh, beat Buffalo. And no, but I, I guess, did you that. see the, the, the kick? Like, oh, it, it kicked his ass. It kicked his ass and his balls. Butt. Like, there's a picture of the close-up, I mean, right in the brain area. Ah, that's not good. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and one last thing. I just, uh, it's a nitpick, and I know it's a nitpick. Every I look, I'm watching Sports Center. I'm watching AFL Network. I'm watching ESPN, and and I'm watching the uh, all the all the football things that you know the uh, the Howie Long guys and the all of them. Every single one of those guys wearing a suit is wearing those stupid athletic shoes with the white soles. 
Yeah, that's the thing now. I see that a oh, lot. I see every that, one of them. I, I see and that. And it's with brown, navy blue suits and brown shoes with a white soles on the rubber white soles. Every freaking guy Around wearing a suit. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like white they're walls. They're sneakers. They're, 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 they're dressy sneakers. They're the new dressy sneakers. You and see they have that a, white a lot. Sole. Like, you see and, and, that a lot with the business casual now. People coming into the office, they're wearing like slacks with more sneakers. But but these are all suits. Every every guy wearing a suit on all the sports channels doing all the football stuff. Comfortable the shoes. Oh, What's the problem? It's just wrong. It's wrong, I tell you. So they're supposed to wear hard ass, hard sole. It's and, and wrong. Stand on their feet for three it's hours. It's never going to be right. I hold everything. I have some really cool uh, uh, like history stuff, including, uh, do you remember the name Lindy England? No. Lindy England. You'll remember as soon as I mention one reference to it. How about Melissa Sue Anderson? I remember the name. <laughs> anyway, uh, how about the name Dead Crow Defense? I remember There's that a one. Name yeah. to remember Dead Crow Defense. Dead Crow Defense helped out finally the other day. Dead Crow Defense is not a gun store. It's not an ammo store. It's your personal arms dealer and your personal gun dealer working directly with you. If you can't find the ammo you're looking for, they've got it. If you can't find it at a great price, they've got it. Before the uh, pandemic, they've been uh, making sure they have all this stuff in stock. And when they have something in stock and you order it, they ship it the next day. They're not fooling around. It's like the old-fashioned customer service uh, and, and the way we used to like to do things. Uh, this is a uh, – this a co- and by the way, it's not just uh, guns and ammo. Uh, self-defense gear and stuff and things like that. Check them out. Look them up on the web, deadcrowdefense.com. I'm going to give you a phone number. Call them a second. If you want to look them up for when you're a sales deal, go to sales at deadcrowdefense.com, and your personal <laughs> arms dealer will reach out directly to you, ask what you're looking for, see what you want, and they'll take care of it. That's what they do. Now, don't forget, when you go to checkout, use the promo code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, at checkout for 10% off your first several orders at deadcrowdefense.com. They got Flounder, his uh, 9mm, was it 9mm ammo? He couldn't, nobody had it. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, And uh, they take care of business. Your personal arms dealer, Dead Crow Defense. Here's a phone number, area 678 576-9117, 576-9117, or sales at deadcrowdefense.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, well, you're not doing anything over there. Yeah. Could you... Uh, Turn Chewbacca from giving me the old evil eye there. He's just staring at me. It's, it's a little unnerving. Thank you. <laughs> Did I give you that one? I've yeah. got one. I can't remember what. 
was it? Uh, yeah, Hangman gave me one too. I can't remember whether I gave that's one I gave to you or not. Sorry, Hangman. <laughs> that was, that was pretty, the video looked pretty good there. Quick question for you guys: With this Hurricane Ian gaining traction, yeah, the the it's oil be reserve, bad. huh? The oil reserve. Will this become effect? Will this be an issue? Well, if it, Louisiana, if you know, they and yes, the biggest thing is if it goes if it, it goes west. No, it's not going to go. It's west. not going to go that. But if it did, if it empties Lake Pontchartrain, no, it's not going to do. Yeah, it. you know, it goes, Who cares it if it empties? Well, yeah, it's frankly, although it's a fun service, right, Rebecca? Someone said, "Put it yesterday." They showed uh, Jim Cantor is going to be in Tampa, and so and so is going to be in Tampa. And someone said, "This is not good." <laughs> if he shows up, it's <laughs> over. You got you got a problem. So the next three days in the weather chain, you're just going to see those idiots outside, yeah. like blown. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been the, through one. The I, best I one ever was the video. I think it was England. The woman's talking, and this fish, this, this fish is blown out of the water and slaps <laughs> up against her head. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, a couple of birthdays of note. It would have been or is Olivia Newton-John's birthday. She would have been 74 oh. today. Uh, Linda, Linda Hamilton, I just saw in one of her ten, uh, trans, what do you call it? Uh, She's uh, in Resident Alien. She's the Oh, general. that's right. She's what, yeah, yeah. And, and by the way. Uh, I haven't seen the last one. Okay, no, I, I've, I, I'm, I've taped I'm back. It. I've got three to look at. God, they're so funny. I'm way behind. Uh, and she, she's a great little actress, Linda Hamilton from, from Terminator and uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Resident Alien. Uh, Resident Alien? Resident, Resident Alien. Alien. Uh, she's 66 today. Looks it. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the hideous Serena Williams, 41. Oof. Kent McCord. Adam 12, one Adam 12. Kent McCord, who played Jim Reed. <laughs> Kent McCord is freaking 80. Kent McCord. That's From one of Adam the stiffest 12. actors <laughs> that ever lived. He was a horrible actor. <laughs> he was a actor. tall, thin guy with good hair. <laughs> His whole, he had no range. No, he was just a guy. He had he the range cop. of this cheese it yeah, box. He just played a cop in a car. Uh, and he just, the whole time, he just looked stupid. Okay, uh, I can do that. 12, one out of 12. See the man. <laughs> and Martin Milner would look at him like, are you that stupid? <laughs> and Martin Milner, wasn't he the one with the black eye on Route 66? They want a black guy. Wasn't that, and I not, no, the black-haired guy, uh, uh, George Maharis. George Maharis, yeah. who was uh, more Martin of a Milner. theater guy. Martin yeah. Milner and uh, Route 66. Yeah. And I never got to ride it on my Harley. And I got invited by some friends and never did it. I was going to take a Harley trip on uh, Route 66. You still do it. Well, there's not much of it left. Um, it's uh, actually, it's, come, it's got a little comeback going now, they say. Well, that yeah, people that, are doing it. For I, you, kicks. you can start near Chicago, and then you lose a little bit, but you can actually go pretty far nah, toward. I start California. in Kansas. I think. Yeah, I, you don't I, go to Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Mary Beth Hurt. Yeah. From one of those movies. Uh, the, <laughs> what are those movies? Uh, what was the one with the girl in the leotard that I wanted to? Uh, it had live film with? and all that. Uh, uh, Hurt, uh, John uh, Bob the Hurt, big heart. John Hurt. What? The, the big hurt. The big hurt. No, no, no. The what, what, one where he, the reunion <laughs> of the kids at the funeral. The big chill. The big chill. Big the chill. big heart. It's Frank Thomas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she was in the movie too. I think. Yes, sir. Uh, Melissa Sue Anderson uh, played Mary on Little House on the Prairie. Melissa Sue Anderson is sixty. Jim Caviezel. Fifty-four. He kind of disappeared. Great or something, actor. He's a great actor. Good-looking guy. Very great Christian. Actor. Very Christian. Hey, he, he, that series he was in. Oh, it's great. Uh, oh God, what was I the can't name? remember. But it was a great series. The little little guy with the glasses played his handler. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they went around. The secret sol- agent guy solving crimes uh, yeah. behind the scene. It was a great show. And they wrapped it up show. very well too. Yeah. By the way, they ended it. Very Fifty-four well. years old. What the hell was old. the name of that Cavis- show? I can't remember. Isn't that funny? Can't remember. It was a great show. I loved it. Uh, Jonathan Goldsmith is eighty-four. 
Uh, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, Jonathan Goldsmith, who is the most interesting man in the world for Dos Equis, he's 84 years old today. Uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast for Linda Hamilton, too. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right, that too. TV show with that the asshole guy with a big Ron head, Perlman. big jaw. Ron Perlman. Oh, yeah, God, he's a freaky-looking scumbag. Uh, I have no idea if he's a Satanist. <laughs> he is. He's a liberal scumbag. Yeah, he's a liberal And Danny scumbag. DeVito's a Satanist. <clears throat> yeah, what's the deal on Danny that DeVito? That cartoon <clears throat> that he's doing of an antichrist, and it's totally anti-religious. Yeah, it's I making fun of religion. Yeah, I'm not it's like, sure. what the hell? Yeah, I don't it's know. like, how far can we, can we insult religious people today? Yeah. Let's it, do a cartoon about the antichrist. Yeah, is that... Fun, is that funny or something? No. I, guess, I don't know. I don't get it. So, Jersey Mike's, I'm not, as long as you got him as your spokesman, I'm not eating your damn food. Wow. Um, 19... Damn it, they just opened a shop down the road. I know they're, they're good sandwiches. <laughs> they're convenient, too. But actually, there's a place called Lenny's. Lenny's Subs, it's almost the same thing. Yeah, Jersey Mike's is great. <laughs> it really is. It really well, is. they give you enough meat. I mean, the last two I've had, my little friend Gretchen brought me a couple, uh, you know, months ago, and they have enough meat in them. There's a there's a Lenny Subs right by your place. Lenny's. Yeah, yeah. you know uh, North Point Parkway. You know where yeah. the uh, racetrack is yeah. and the Lowe's. Yeah. It's right where the Johnny's Pizza is, right there. All right, we're never. Oh, casting. okay. It, it's you, in there. Anyways, it's it's check it out because it's just like Jersey Mike's. I'll they give dark. you just the amount of bread. Let's and don't skirt over the fact that Gretchen's bringing him the meat now. <laughs> she brings me every. Should you bring her the meat? She says, "Well, I'm, she did, so I cooked. Uh, I'll, I'll drop yourself off on the way to work, and I come home and there's stuff. There's food in my, you know, and so I'm fine. I mean, oh my God, the poor woman. Does she climb through the window or the air duct? I don't know how she keeps getting. I keep changing the locks. I I don't freaking get it. Um, 1960, the first televised debate between presidential candidates, Senator John Kennedy was the clear winner for those enormous TV audience viewers. Half the nation was watching the, uh, the thing the first time ever it had happened. Uh, but uh, Nixon got creamed on the TV audience because he had a 5 o'clock shadow. He had a permanent scowl. Uh, but on radio, he creamed him. He, uh, people who listened to the radio said, oh, well, that, that guy, the Republican vice president, was uh, the clear winner. Uh, it, in fact, in, in speech classes or communications colleges, they will teach this as one of the examples of how people uh, look at things differently. They also uh, teach how Daly and the Chicago machine stole the election. Yeah, right. Kennedy. Well, in fact, we'll talk more about it uh, because on this day in 1969, the Chicago 7 trial begins. Uh, it's hard. By the way, all. ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to believe, I know, but back then, there was an actual free press and politicians used to allow the cops to arrest violent demonstrators. Oh, I know, you're killing me, you're killing me. Uh, even though they were Democrats, Democrats, uh, demonstrators who burned and looted actually got arrested. Uh, they pulled out full-scale rioting at the Democratic National Convention. And back in those long-forgotten days, violent liberals actually used to stand trial for their crimes. I know, <laughs> I know, I swear to God, I'm not making it. Pete, you remember, you were old enough. Remember uh, that? I, I'm not old enough oh, to remember Oh, my God. No. Uh, instead of having actual political terrorists like Carmela Sidepiece bail them out and have everybody drop all the charges all those people who rioted and looted and burned all those warehouses nothing happened the two lawyers who threw the firebomb into the police car got off with a, a minimal of anything next time anyone lectures you about social justice and you oh, should be aware please. that's social justice yeah. getting away with looting and pillaging unbelievable uh 1962 speaking of getting away with things a black student named james meredith tried to enter and register for classes at old miss mm -hmm. but was turned away by a democrat 
Democrats uh, and the governor named Paul Johnson. Uh, since the Democrats were so dangerous and a threat to the republic, federal troops had to call, be called out to quell those angry Democrats who refused to allow the black man to go to school. At, Two things. At now moment. he's a huge Ole Miss fan, goes to the football games. Right. Yeah. And uh, second on that famous photo, Life magazine, uh, of the sheriffs that were called in to kind of like oppose the National Guard. Yeah. And they're all standing around smoking cigars, and one of them's holding up a pickaxe handle. Yeah, that's right. The one across from him and staring at him is my great uncle. It's your great uncle, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and of course, oh, I remember the first time I went to Underground Atlanta and, 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 on the t-shirt shop run by Lester Maddox, yeah. and he sold axe handles and redneck t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, by the way, this is true for you. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Underground Atlanta used to be really, it used to be the the Underground Railroad. I mean, it was Underground Atlanta and it was a cavern. I mean, it was caves. I mean, it was, well, I remember I just, it was dark and and kind of mysterious. And and the reason they shut it down is because all the gangs took over. A little rapey. But but yeah, I mean, but anyway, but it was, it was Underground Atlanta was a huge tourist attraction of the way it used to be. And and among the shops was Lester Maddox's redneck t-shirts and axe handles. And that's what he said. Sold uh, there, and he would show you how to ride his bicycle backwards up on the handlebars for riding his fanny backwards on a bike. That's when Atlanta bicycle. was cool. That's why he broke his leg one time doing that. And he, re- and he yeah, kept yeah. doing it when he had a broken a cast on his broken leg. He rode his bicycle with his fanny on the handlebars, looking uh, the wrong way back, driving backwards. Pretty funny. Um, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I mentioned the name uh, Lindy England um, on this day in 2005. The Army Private Lindy England was convicted by a military jury court-martial for mistreating prisoners at Abu Ghraib or Ghraib Prison. She got three years in prison. She served a year and a half and was given a dishonorable discharge. I dated a girl once who had a dishonorable discharge. Uh, but there's some more about, uh, about Lindy. Uh, about Lindy England. In an interview uh, sometime afterwards, Lindy expressed no remorse. She said, quote, the, the Iraqis' lives are better. They got the better end of the deal. They weren't innocent. They're trying to kill us, and you want me to apologize to them? It's like saying sorry to the enemy. Uh, she was a focal point of Good the scandal her. because she was a woman and partly because she was pictured in so many of those graphic photos, including one showing her smiling and posing with nude prisoners stacked in a pyramid uh, and smiling and pointing at a naked guy's dick while cigarettes yeah. dangling out of the corner of her mouth. I mean, <laughs> I remember. Probably shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have that part there. Uh, she also had an affair with one of the male guards who was also arrested and thrown in jail. Uh, he knocked her up, wanted nothing to do with the baby, but she kept her baby and has her kid. Um, uh, uh, two years after that, in 2007, Lindy got a job as a volunteer recreation board member in West Virginia. Uh, she was great. They loved her. She did festivals for charity. It was an unpaid position. But then council members uh, realized, well, you know, she was thrown out of the army and she was at Abu Ghraib and she was a torturer. So they stopped paying her and she couldn't get a job and she they're close to her. So uh, she has her child and she's uh, doing the best she can. But basically, she never apologized for it. Uh, as she should oh, not have, and, and oh, it was part of, you know. But, but you can't saw treat you prisoners and, like yeah. that. Well, I mean, we're, you're supposed to not do that. Right, that was wrong in every there way, are some probably. Standards. Yeah, just shoot the bad. I, well, I, I like that she didn't apologize. And of course, she didn't apologize. They were the freaking enemy. Uh, let's see. 1973, the Concorde makes its maiden flight from Europe to America, nonstop across the Atlantic, and half the time it used to take. Three hours and 32 minutes at 954 miles yeah. an hour. That was 73. The commercial flights didn't start till 79. 
the problem with the Concorde is they they take off from London to land in New York, and by the time they slowed down, they were in Wisconsin. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a commute. That's a tremendous commute. <laughs> from Racine to LaGuardia. Uh, 1962, uh, Jed Clampett loads up Granny and the gang after striking oil and becoming the Beverly Hillbilly. Struck oil for CBS. What'd they huge, call it? Huge hit TV show, the Beverly Hillbilly. It wasn't oil. Oh, oh, struck a uh, uh, Texas crew, black crew, Texas, black gold, Texas, Texas tea, crude. Texas tea. Texas tea, black crude, yeah. uh, black oil. Uh, te- no, uh, Texas tea, and then it was something else. Black crude, I think it's what they call it, Texas tea. Uh, with Granny and uh, and Ellie Mae, who, by the way, was freaking gorgeous. Max Bayer is the only one of all of them still alive. He is 84. Uh, he played Jethro. He's uh, the son. He's, the, mul- he's going down to the Speedmont Pond, Grandma. Uh, millionaire, uh, Las Vegas real estate. Yep. Uh, let's see. Elsewhere in TV, 1964, same day. Uh, the three-hour tour of the Gilligan's Island people began on CBS. <laughs> of the seven castaways, only Ginger is still alive. Tina Louise is 88. Also on the same day in 1968, Hawaii 5.0 premiered on CBS. Also the same day in 1969, The Brady Bunch premiered on ABC. I love Hawaii 5.0. Who didn't like Hawaii 5.0? Book them, Dano. Let's see. 1963, the first steam eject launch of a Polaris missile at sea off Cape Canaveral, Florida. They fired the submarine launch in 1960, and again, it was my father, Gene R. Peterson, who developed the Polaris and Poseidon missile program systems and made them work for the Navy. Uh, Let's see, 1965, uh, the Beatles meet Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II to receive members of the Order of the British Empire. Four years later, 69, the the Beatles released the Abbey Road album, the only other original album released by the Beatles was Let It Be on May 8th. <coughs> May 8th. Shortly after, the Beatles announced they had broken up. And that is your history list from various things here today. Boom, boom, boom. All right. All right, boys. All right, let's get to the... Okay. Does the name Bill Wurtz mean anything to you? Uh, the Wirtz family who owned the Chicago Blackhawks and That's the right. or- Oregon people, or uh, Oregon company, I think. On this day, Bill Wirtz died. Oh, he did. Uh, in fact, uh, somebody tried to set me up with uh, his daughter, who was also who also had a horse in Chicago. You should have done it. Uh, yeah, and uh, they tried to set because I was single at the time, and they tried to set me up with his daughter. You should have. And I knew her. I saw her at the at the stable at the barn. This should with be Ron known. Santo's girlfriend. That was okay, that whole yes, crew there. Sorry. Sorry, brother. You said it last week. That's why I brought I mean, it up. But, but think about it. You know, I all know, the other people ran God. into Ron Santo oh, and the, the works his daughter and all yes, this other okay. thing, the whole thing. Today should be Lieutenant Colonel Stanislav Petrov Day around the world. Petrov, Petrov. Russian hero. Why is he a hero? Petrov, Petrov. Petrov. Oh, I should know this. I know you know it. I don't know it. I'm going to read it. Yeah. Uh, something with the uh, Bolsheviks. Uh, no. Something. No, that would not be it. On this day, yeah. Soviet military officer, Lieutenant Colonel Stanislav Petrov, averted a worldwide nuclear war by judging a supposed missile attack from the U.S. was an error. Oh, my. And it was up to him. And he Do says, you want to play a game? Yeah. 
from the Mike the Movie, but Matthew Broderick. And he said, no, this can't be true. And remember, that was when tensions were high, Reagan yeah. and everything, yeah. Wow. And he saved the world. And now, now I've, I've heard some people saying, well, you know, we need to downplay this uh, ridiculous talk about nuclear weapons. You know, they're just saying, no, oh, this is, you know, well, you shouldn't even be talking about that kind of <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> and China, you don't think China's, you know, chomping at the bit over Taiwan? Guns of August, I'm God. telling you. So I told you last week I was starting to watch the Netflix show Dahmer. Yeah, yeah. Guess who's mad about this? What? Uh, <laughs> the uh, LGBTQ tag. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, my God. They put a tag on it yeah. saying that he's gay. Well, guess what? Yeah. He's gay. He wasn't yeah. bringing young girls back to the yeah. apartment to sodomize and cut up. Uh, they say this is not the representation we're looking for. <laughs> Gee, that's too bad. And so someone, so <laughs> Katrina says, I'm confused. Are the gays upset that he was gay or that Netflix didn't cover up that he was gay? <laughs> I mean, he's bringing young black men and people yeah. of color into his apartment, yeah. having sex, killing them and yeah. eating them. Yeah. There's no women involved. Right. But he, you can't say he's gay. Yeah, he was gay and a cannibal. So, you know, he wasn't just a cannibal. He was a gay cannibal. Gay cannibal. I mean, you're really out of differentiation. Well, he checks all the boxes. Well, it's not really fair to the regular cannibals. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, really, a... let's, be, <laughs> let's be honest. It's just not fair to the regular cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine eating some guy's face? I mean, you know. Okay, I'm going to show you ooh, a logo. This nose is delicious. I'm going to show you a logo here. Oh. God. The logo is for the Office of the Director of National Intelligence on Aviation. Wow. National okay. Intelligence. This is a federal. That's, that's big time. Charlie, National Intelligence on Aviation. That's the logo. Notice anything interesting? <laughs> well, it's a rocket, a rockets, and then a bent penis. Is that what the I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, and then, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, is that America? Oh From God. South America through the northern no, continent. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, Flounder, come and, here. And then he's obviously blind. He can't see what <laughs> I want to see. What you think? Is there anything interesting about this logo? He's looking at it as we speak. He's obviously, I missed something. Yeah, it's it, easy it's to like miss. Three, it's like three rockets in a. a it's, it's rockets. It's, it's, it's rockets and, and planes. And that, what is that right there? I don't understand what that. Is. No, no. The interesting thing that I'm pointing to here yeah. is this little is dot little right there. there or whatever? What, That's that a, a flying saucer. Oh, no They're kidding. putting a flying saucer on the official logo of a federal government I agency. I it was like a boat or something. I no, didn't even, oh, that's, that's a flying it, saucer. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. Oh, my God. They're well, pretty much they're, admitting. Well, they're saying, well, it's over. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, then just come out with it. I mean, and, and by the way, how many times now have we had the official final release to show all of the intelligence on UFOs? And they keep releasing more stuff, but they also keep saying, well, it could be something different. And they're still not I'm telling, telling us everything. I know. It's obviously from outer space. You can't tell me that, that, that no one mm. would have leaked either in China or who, who's got the it's technology. It's interdimensional. I think it's interdimensional. But maybe it's from outer space. You never know. Well, uh, Mr. Potato Head made a very good point. Yeah. The, all the changes that they're making in Hollywood with the, the every white role, and they're making it a person of color. Right. That it's it's just laziness oh, is what it is. Yeah. At least Tarzan will always be white. <laughs> why? Why is that? Why is Tarzan always well, going? Well, because he came to be, from Britain. 
No, because Disney doesn't have the balls to put a black man on screen acting like a monkey. <laughs> arroo, arroo, yeah. Swinging by He acts like a monkey. He was by raised by apes. From tree to tree. <laughs> yeah, he's raised by apes. Do you see the last one with Margot Robbie and, and the guy from True Blood? Which was actually a pretty good movie, I thought. Uh, funny. Okay, and, so, and D-Chap 1978 says he's watching a movie called It Came From Outer Space, an old black and white sci-fi movie. Yeah. And oh, that was just on last night. Yeah. Did you see the helicopter crop dusting service? <laughs> no. The Pete Davis crop dusting service. Uh, no, I was going to watch it. And I forget. You it was on right, it. it was on right after another space. It was like a, the night of space movies because of the moonshot or because of the asteroid shot, I think. And it was, and it was after another sci-fi movie. I think, and I saw it listed, uh, and it was like 1958 or something. I was going to watch it, and I forgot. Oh. I forgot to DVR it, too. Maybe you should hire someone to help you out with something. It came like from outer space. It's like the blob. The blob. Uh, the big them. Remember them? I mean, it's, with, yeah. Like, the huge ants in L.A.? That's one of my favorites. All right, it's time for Bad Text Bad Theater. Text so theater. are we going to do the one he sent? Well, it's a, it was from Mike Summers. My buddy said, "Hey, he was just Fine, offering I'll a possibility." You, have you got I just, it? I just send it along. It's a, it's a it's thank you. It's putting a daughter and a dad. Right, hold on, let me pull it up. All right, that's what she said. <laughs> Are you going to be the daughter or the dad? <laughs> uh, I'll be the dad. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> dad, I have a flat tire. Can't you call your husband? I tried. He didn't answer. Do you have a spare? He didn't answer either. Ho, hi ho. <laughs> Tramp. <laughs> Please. I'm Boys. Leave these to the yeah. professionals. <laughs> uh, we never actually got to whether you guys did any fun things over the weekend. Any, any fun oh, other than football? So last action? night, Ole Miss won. The Braves won. The, the, the friggin' Falcons won. I'm going, and I have no ice cream in the house. I got no chocolate. I got oh, nothing. Oh, you always And have. I'm sitting there going, God, I got to treat myself. And so I open up the fridge, and I see it. A can of biscuits and wieners. Oh, I love hot dog biscuits. Pig in a blanket. That's right. And I made me pig in a blanket, and I ate them some bitches last night like I was starving. I make those. Uh, I haven't had them in a while. I, in fact, oh. I may do those this week. I'm by God, I'm going to make some this week. Oh, I split you, them open and fill them cool. with cheese. It's nice and cool in the weather right now, yeah. and it's just. But, oh. you, but you split the hot dogs and stuff sometimes, them with cheese, and then sometimes. wrap them up with a roll. Oh yeah, some, that's. Just, I was that's, in such a hurry last night. <laughs> I just threw them in there and cooked them and ate them as quick as I could. And it takes twelve minutes or whatever, oh, and you got a yeah, dinner. You're eating in twelve yeah. minutes. Yeah. That's good stuff with mayo, yeah. some French's yellow mustard. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I, you know what I do? I put a plate and I put mustard on one part, ketchup in one part, and oh, mayonnaise no in one part. Oh, no, and no, I no, dip ketchup. and dunk as I no, chew. Oh no! Hey, pigs in a blanket. Well, you, you dunk the way you want. You, you don't, don't put, put them all on, on at the same no. time. No, no. you, you put, put. It's like a broth. Ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, and relish in little right. piles, and you okay. dunk and dip as you choose. How, how's the cat? Where's the cat doing? Well, he was. We want to play with the kitty. Yeah, we we'll play with the kitty. We want him out here by Wednesday. <laughs> Go get your own damn cat. <laughs> play with your own damn cat. Every time I, and by the way, put get some video. We've seen a picture, but I haven't seen any video yet. What's that? This weekend. All I saw was a picture of him standing up to the thing. It wasn't video. It's just a picture. I'll double check, but I thought I posted a video because I took some this weekend. Well, I hit it and nothing happened. Maybe it's just my phone, which wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, um... um Final thoughts, boys, till uh, next we meet. And I'll no hopefully final. have a, my tooth fixed. Here we go again. And my ears, anyway, whatever. 
What, what will you talk Maybe about if they fix it, too? You know, trust me, I'm going to talk about something. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Look out, I gotta go, you're killing me. Hoorah, Zephyr 5, we'll be back again. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. <laughs> 